to the show. Shake my booty for the cash or love. Welcome to this episode 41 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, all business, no pleasure, Sean. (laughs) 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 So, howdy, Ed. How you been? Good, good. Uh, For those people who haven't paid attention, which is probably everybody, uh, we didn't have a show last week because two things. Uh, One, it was Ed's anniversary. How did that go? It went well. Uh, yeah, we didn't do anything. So oh, okay, that's even nice. And the second reason, because it was Easter. Yeah. He has risen. <laughs> that that we celebrated. You that know. you celebrated, not our anniversary, but we went to church. You know, I think I think more celebrate people. the uh, stealing of a holiday from the Jews again. You know, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Celebrating the guy walks into a bar, throws three nails on the on the cab on the counter, and goes, "Can you put me up for the night?" And then, next thing you know, he passes out. Three days later, he wakes up. He's like, I fucked who? (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? How did I get in this cave? (laughs) Whew, what a night. Man, you you guys, man. Guys, fuck. Judas, what did you slip me? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing? Sure, because, whew, last thing I remember was just kind of just hanging around. And next thing you know, I'm waking up and... I'm in this robe, and I had to move a rock, and and next and and had one set of footsteps, <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but now I have a hankering for chocolate bunnies. I don't. <sighs> Someone just write this down. <sighs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Dad, what the fuck, man? Oh. <sighs> Whew. It's worse around my birthday, though. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did you do for Easter? Just uh, we we ate. It's not, we ate. We, that's basically it. I mean, you know, you go to church. You you know, you show up. You, you, get, you tell all <laughs> yeah. you send who you are, and then you go and get something. Yeah. I go in and say tree hail Marys, and I get the fuck out, and then I start over, <laughs> over again. That's the beauty of this religion. I can fuck up all week. Go, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, you're all right. Get the fuck out. <laughs> don't do it again. Just don't do it again. Next week, I told you not to do it again. <laughs> You go to a different priest. Oh. Never charge for the same crime twice. <laughs> they get you for double jeopardy. Hey, so father, I was um I had impure thoughts, uh I cursed a lot and uh, I, I touched myself in an impure manner. 
Hey, no rights, all right, it's all right. You three are married, you're all right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Spectacles, testicles, wilds, watch. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, good for you, Ed. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that was that's what I did. Did you do anything special for the holiday? Probably not. Well, no. I mean, actually, I I appreciated my day off. Is what I did because yeah. it was um, I work in a mall, and our mall was closed. If I was in, if I was back at my old store, you which was a strip mall, I would have had to work. Yeah. Thankfully, I, I work in a mall, so they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna be closed." I'm like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Oh, I'm a believer. <laughs> so I got to like stay home. I think did we stay home? I think no. I did what everybody else did. I think I went out shopping that day. <laughs> it's fucking irritated me. Like, I just want to stay home, do nothing. But we had it. We we needed to get out for something. Um, I don't remember what it was. So I guess it really wasn't that important. Which again, which just annoys the shit out of me even more. Yeah. I was like, so wait, I left my day off to go shopping. I don't remember for what for. I guess it wasn't that important. Maybe I should have stayed home. <laughs> it could have been done on a different day. You know? <laughs> but, you know, Stacy had off, too. It wasn't like we didn't, you know, we didn't go to the movies or anything. That We didn't go out to dinner. We just kind of, I think we went out shopping for something and came back home. And it was just me pretty much just scratching my balls and uh, playing video games. <laughs> right. Not, and, and in that order. <laughs> Perhaps sometimes both at the same time. <laughs> sometimes you just control <laughs> zoo scratches. No, balls. never. God, no. <laughs> They don't have now have your sharp points. I gotta have to scratch, scratch. It's like, oh, that's it. That's the spot. Oh, right there. I'll throw my leg up a little. Throw it on the bed. Ah, get it under. Oh, and then, okay, it smells clean. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to wash that mic. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I didn't. I didn't do much. I did, like, we were off two, for two weeks. Yeah. I mean, we had, so we had two weeks. I bought some movies. I bought a video game. I'm not happy with. <laughs> um, we'll get to that a little later. Um, yeah, what else? So what did you do? I'm uh, assuming you did some shopping, too. No, I mean, you know, like, Sunday we don't go shopping because... Uh, well, I mean, you had two weeks, dude. What did you do? Like, you know... I, talk- did, buy, I did buy a few movies because... Um, I did have some gift cards, so I, oh. I bought both digital and, and physical. Oh. So I'll do the uh, uh, I'll do the physical first. Okay, okay, okay. Ed's reaching down into his stash, like it's uh, show and tell time. Oh yeah, great, great visual media. <laughs> Where uh, what do you call? It? He put my glasses on. So <laughs> there's three. It's that time of the week. That time of the month, I guess. Well, I I saw this online. It was uh, on Amazon actually, and I have an Amazon gift card, so I used it there. Okay. Uh, it's the uh, the Bolo series. It's Star Blazers season three. Now nobody has really seen this, I think, oh. because they they didn't use the same voice actors. Right, okay. Things change at all, so okay. it wasn't as good. So, but I'm like, I want to complete the series because I have the, the first, series. Right, first right, right. View, so I might as well. All complete right, the good third for you, Ed. Good for you. Oh, great. I'm looking here, and it is DVD video collection. These are definitely bootlegs. No, they're they're actually they're, right, yeah, that, they're, they're legit. That yeah. poor quality of a cover. Yes. Well, that's actually oh, that's a, behind it. It's a piece of paper. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I have it still shrink wrap. Oh yeah, it. it's got the it's got the DVD little sticker thing on yeah. it. All right, all right. So that's still legit because that's right. the thing. I want to always have one of the legit kind of copy of it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, 
do a thing. Now, uh, a couple weeks ago, we did have releases of the week where there was the Mickey and Friends 10 Classic Shorts, the volume two of the uh, uh, 100th okay. anniversary okay. Uh, uh, shorts. Basically, okay. just rehashing the old original uh, uh, shows. All right. I did watch, start watching it. You know, it's kind of like the, they're all over and there's slides and then they every once like after they do the little cutaways or whatever they do the actual thing and it's okay. like the ghost one where the mickey uh Do- donald and uh goofy, goofy. were go- you know ghost hunters and they were oh. you know trying to get a haunted house and and then there's the one that's ghost but she stole the idea right <laughs> and then the, the one where we're uh Mickey is a uh, a band leader, and they're playing the William Till Overture, and okay. a big storm comes, and and Donald's being goofy with the flute. She's she's playing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, I kind of remember that one. And then there's the one that's uh, that isn't the one. Mickey's the little you know uh, pimp walks around, and starts bitch better have, bitch better have my money, and then just kind of breaking kneecaps and <laughs> biting here. Don't get mouthy with me, woman. Huh? And then uh, that uh, that was pretty much like last week. This so week he went from the wholesome purity of Mickey Mouse and everything to what? <laughs> what was that? What, what, what I grew up watching? What what we both grew up watching because not only is Disney having their 100 year anniversary, so is Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is having their 100 year anniversary. So I think I have some of these like on uh, yeah, they're the various probably, right, things. Right, right. But this is the complete platinum collection of the Looney Tunes. Um, you know, uh, uh, it's basically Bugs Bunny and the Gang, right? The hundredth anniversary. Yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> yeah, that's how I learned everything through Bugs. That's right. Classical music. You know how I got sass. My sassiness came from the from the Bugs, and oh, we call it Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, oh, my name is Slowpoke Rodriguez, the slowest mouse in all of Mexico. Well, how such racist voices, Mel? Oi. <laughs> All right, what else you get? And finally, um, this is something I always wanted in my collection. I never, like, got around to buying. I'm going to ask why, but okay. <laughs> I mean, tell people what it is. It's The Last Unicorn. Okay. It's a Ravkin and Bass uh, animated movie. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't know. I'll be honest, I never saw it. I, well, you know what? I, that was the thing. <laughs> every time, every time I'd circle around this, and I go, I don't know if I've ever seen this. Right? I'm, I've seen enough of. I've seen the cover a million times, times right? And I just don't. I know I've never. I think my sister likes the movie. I might have walked in and been like, "Oh, shiny unicorn, I'm out." Like, because I'm, I'm, I'm very, very. That's where Sean becomes sexist. Fucking unicorns, I'm out. <laughs> but it scratched my balls. I have to say, I have to say, this is not as kid. I thought this would be like a kiddie movie kind of thing. Like right, a, right, right. Like, kid this, friendly. This is kind of more of like an adult. Kind is it of, rated M for mature? No, it's it's still rated. Uh, it's rated G. But I mean, this is 1980s G. So I mean, G. I think that woman's topless. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's that moment where it's like, well, they had to make those ratings like everything, like like everything was not like there were right, so many I ones. Think back in the 70s and maybe some of the early 80s, a PG movie could have the word "fuck" in it. Yeah. Um, there may be some toplessness. Top. I think. No, I think you had to be if you were nude, had to be R. But if it was a cartoon, no, no, no. It, uh, it, 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 it oh. depends on the movie because. Oh. Clash of the Titans, a 1980s class. Right! There, there is nudity. You're right. Full frontal nudity of right. a woman. And a, I think a boy, too, in there. I'm... <laughs> and I don't remember the woman, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple, actually. A couple no, uh, 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 but that was, I think, rated PG at the time. Okay. Because it wasn't animated. Right, right, but right. But everything that was animated was rated G. But this had kind of like, like almost like mature. Blood gore. Uh, did it? What, this one? Yeah. 
No, I mean, I'm trying to think. Let me see. Let me no, see. not let really. See. But it was a, it was a good story. I, I actually enjoyed it because I actually watched it's it yesterday. The enchanted edition. What makes it enchanted? Upon hearing that she may be the very last of her kind on earth, a unicorn played by Mia Farrow goes in search of others like her. Her quest won't be easy as it leads her straight to the evil King Haggard, played by Christopher Lee, rock on, and his infamous Red Bull. He has wings. And the journey is made even more complicated when to her when to protect her from the envious wrath of Haggard, a spell is cast to turn a unicorn into the Lady Amathea. Yeah. A beautiful young human. But this with this new body comes new thoughts and feelings, such as a love for Haggard's son, Prince Lear, played by Jeff Bridges. Oh, now that I'm human, I have all of these stirring feelings. Like, because she couldn't get it as a unicorn, whatever. Um, will Amethia get lost inside her new body? Will she meet the fate of the other unicorns? Will she be able to defeat Haggard and his Red Bull? <laughs> Sounds sexy. With all with the aid of her friends, Shemdrick, the bumbling magician, played by Alan Arkin, and Molly Grew, played by Tammy Grimes. I don't know who the fuck Tammy Grimes is. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, from Arthur Rankin Jr. and Jules Bass, who created, who did the Hobbit movie. Yeah. I remember that one. It was a fucking trippy-ass movie. Comes a magical adventure with an all-star class, including Mia Farrow, Jeff Bridges, Christopher Lee, Alan Arkin, and Tammy Grahams. We already mentioned Angela Lansbury, Renee Abrejois, and Robert Klein. And, and unforgettable songs from the rock band America. The original uncut version of The Last Unicorn is proudly presented in a stunning new transfer with new bonus materials, hence the Enchanted Edition, which basically comes with a brand new audio commentary. True Magic, the story of The Last Unicorn. Highlights from The Last Unicorn worldwide screening tour with Peter S. Beagle, animated storyboards, and original theatrical trailer. I... I I enjoyed it. I like I said I was one of those things. The thing I bought it and I was I'm, high as fuck when I watched it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just yesterday. Oh man, <laughs> still crashing. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, uh, it's one of those movies. I'm like, and I'm, I'm I I watched the trailer. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember nothing. <laughs> any of this other than seeing like, and then hear people talk about it. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'll buy it now. Of course. I bought it kind of under false pretenses. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it under the guise of a lie. <laughs> because it well, I didn't I didn't it wasn't a bad deal. It was fifteen dollars. But I because, fifteen bucks, little man. Hey. The uh it was on it was on Amazon for fifteen dollars, but then I found it on eBay for fifteen dollars. But the one they were covering they were showing it had digital copy. So I was like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it just just so I have it digitally right. and all too. So when I got it though it didn't have the digital line sack right. shit. Did you scan it? Oh yeah, no, I got oh. I got a I did get a digital. I did get a digital. Oh, and this includes both Blu-ray and DVD discs. Ed. Yeah. This is a uh, Blu-ray DVD, no digital. But I say it was it was still new and it was it was yeah. I didn't pay anything less right, or anything right. like type thing. So I was like I was okay with it. Um I watched it yesterday and like I said it was it was a fascinating story. It was it was it, the movie? Yeah, the movie. Was, the movie's fascinating. It was <laughs> riveting. I was on the edge of my seat. I laughed. I cried. It became a part of me. I mean, Smedrick, the 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 wizard, was kind of like a bumbling, you know, idiot that was, you know, trying to help, but he doesn't have real magic. And then he would do stuff that would be real magic. And you know, it was like 
he, he was trying, I guess, maybe trying to do something else, or you know, but it, uh, still so it would out. backfire, or it'd be like, hey, I'm going I'm to turn this into a rock, and it turns it into something else, or right. something else happens over the other. I got so you. when they when they when they meet the Red Bull, they turn her Gives you wings in, into the the unicorn into a princess or the Lady Amethia uh-huh. because the bull only was looking for unicorns. It wasn't right. Looking- well, of course, not looking for hot women. Right. <laughs> so they go to the castle and they're trying to to find out where all the other unicorns are. Nerd. And I, I've, and and it was it was interesting because there were there were these norwals that were floating that anybody doesn't know a norwal. It's kind of like a like a look a little whale looking. It's thing. like a whale with a, with a horn. With a horn, it right. Which is which? Oh, uh, so they turn them into unicorns, right? Because they 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 got pushed into the sea. They turned themselves uh, into norwals so they could. So what you're saying is a normal? If you saw a norwal today, it's chance to start a unicorn. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, and mm. then and, and mm. then of course, does it shit glitter? Just <laughs> asking. I don't know. know. So, but then the the uh... <laughs> glitter. <laughs> I'm gonna come, gonna come. Ah, glitter. Since since she t- turned into a woman, she actually started forgetting that she was a... who she's a unicorn, and she's you oh. know turning more into human. That's kind of fucked up. And so it was, it was like a timing thing because because it, it was like it was scenes <coughs> over time now because they were playing as servants to the, the the king to try to find the secret of what happened to the, um, the unicorns. The unicorns, and they knew the red bull was doing it, and they were trying to figure out where they went. And here at the end, they figured it out, and they changed her back. And the Red Bull, she challenges Red Bull and defeats him, of course. Of course. And frees all the unicorns out of the sea and let them go roaming back to their lands. And, of course, Prince Vlad, 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 Vlad it was, uh, Jeff Bridges' character, was in love with her, but then realized he couldn't. I can't fuck a horse. <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. I mean, I could, but hold on. Where's my ladder? I need a step stool. Don't look. Don't look. That's right, baby. That's right. Goodbye, horses. Oh, that's right. Who would have filled that? Horn. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, now it's my turn. I bend over. You get that horn. Shrewd of my ass. Uh, uh. It's a completely different movie. And then finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Ed's never going to watch the last year again because every time he's going to think he's like, he's gonna be like, oh, I don't get think of it. this Jeff Bridges characters humping that poor unicorn. Like, who's, who's Mountain Who? Who's Mountain Who? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> Taste this rainbow. <laughs> That's why they all disappeared. They were like, fuck, that guy's crazy. We gotta get out of here. Quick, back to the ocean. <laughs> Anyway, not even ten minutes in, we're talking about fucking horses. This will be one of those kind of shows. Strap in, kids. It's gonna get worse. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, um, so uh, so the last thing I did was I purchased a lot of. I purchased nineteen. Woo! Digital shit. And the thing was is that it was because of you that my I- fault. How is it my fault? It's not your fault. I've never used your. You get me a Christmas gift 
for twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollar gift card, right? For, for, I wasn't for sure. It was gonna, I mean, it's it's a voodoo gift card, so I'm assuming it worked. It worked. It worked beautifully. <laughs> I bought nineteen fucking flicks, John. I bought. I was I was scanning them, you know, so I was getting like two dollars. So I got twelve uh, movies, and it only cost me like forty cents. Good job. Yeah, because no, they right, because taxes and all, taxes and all that stuff, right? So, all right, so what did you tr- did you transfer into digital? But before I did that, I did buy a few movies. I because okay. I, I was I was it was on sale. There was a, there was a Drankland series uh, a movie it was an animated movie with uh, Keith Sutherland. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. So I, I, I think bought, I bought it a physical version of that. I think we watched it. I think. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah, I, I have it. I had it physically. Okay. So okay. I, I bought they. So uh, I bought that one because that wasn't scannable. So I bought that for five dollars on sale. And of course, the Mickey and Friends was another one. Um, and then I texted you, I think, this past week. Yeah, you did. It was this past Tuesday. Yeah. I was on my way home, actually, because I dropped Stacy off at work, and I had the day off, and I, you sent me a text, and I was like, pulled over to do the purchase, <laughs> <laughs> which is silly, so I'm like, oh, it's, it's still to be there when I got there, but whatever. <laughs> Nights at Badass, as we were talking about the movie, We that's a movie that we both enjoyed. We, you you yeah. bought it one day, and we enjoyed it highly. And for digital, you can't scan it for two dollars right. for your thing, so you have to buy it. So it was never on sale. It was and always this, fifteen bucks, anyway, and it just dropped to five dollars like this <laughs> past week. So we had to jump on that. Uh, right? You text me like, "Hey, did you know?" And I was like, "I do now." And then I pulled over to get to respond. It. I think do I? I think I actually have the uh, the transaction here. I mean, the uh, interaction okay. here. I don't know what the hell is that? Why do I have Samsung Global Goals there? Remove that. Huh. Remove. All right. Uh, I have here. It is. Did you know Knights Badass is not? It is four ninety nine now. It's that a good texter. And then he sent me. He was so excited. Then he sent me a screen capture of it four ninety nine, and I'm like, I am now. Lol. I'm like, I legitimately got pulled over for the car, and I was like, all right, well. I'm buying it. I needs it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that was well, that was the other one. Um, and then I bought uh, Noises Off for five dollars because again that was another one. And, I remember uh, seeing that movie, and again it's a movie. I'm like, I remember seeing it. I remember not really enjoying it. I think it was a little too smart. Maybe I don't know. It was a lot. It reminded me of it. It's it's about a play. Yeah, and it's like a. A it's comedy. about it's about it's about a, like a production company, play company that right, the right, right. actors and all and they're trying if, to. If you're a fan of old old vaudevillian movies like Abbott and Costello, and it kind of reminded me of that, like a set up punchline, set up punchline, some confusion. I like you. No, you don't. You like the other person. Oh my goodness! And then there was like half. I, I, what I remember mostly about it is it has John Ritter, and I was a John Ritter fan. Still am, kind of. And Nicolette Sheridan, mm-hmm. I think, is the blonde. And yeah. she, I mean, what was it, like 1980s movie? Yeah. A teenage boy going, oh, leggy blonde, half run around the entire movie in her underwear. I'm totally in. Right. Right. And then I'm watching him going, yeah, I just can't get into the humor of it. And I'm like, I don't know, just not. Oh, cute blonde. Yeah. Wait, what am I watching again? I'm not getting this. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I don't feel as bad as I did for Willow, but I mean, <laughs> I see it too. Like it's on the five dollar list, and I'm like, do I want to get it? No, 
no, maybe, no. So, all right. Uh, Did you watch it recently? Or? No, I, I haven't watched it. Okay. You know, I just, I just, just bought it. Threw it in there. Threw it in there, you know, kind of thing. I was he, bar- break, he breaks that 1,000 thing. Now he's like, oh, fucking, I don't give a shit. Pew, 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 Because I haven't gotten to the $2 ones. that I got to the $2 ones, all yeah, right. So the last, the last couple ones was Jewel of the Nile, because I have the Rancing the Stones. So okay, of right, right, right. Path of the Collection. And the one, I, I've never seen it, but I do like, um, um, uh, not Cedric. Uh, his name is Bernie Mac, and the ba- it's a baseball movie. It's Mr. Mr. 3000, yes. Oh, okay, that's the movie where he left baseball at like 299, Well, he, he, he had a club, he has a, a restaurant, it's called Mr. 3000. Right, and, right, right. And, and then... You they, find he, out that he, the, he's one shy or one shot diet, so he has to go back into baseball, and he's, of course, he's overweight, old. And, right, right, he's and, got a free, and he's trying to get that one home run. Yeah. To be inducted into the hall, you know, to be Mister Three Thousand. But yeah. yeah, all right. I remember seeing that movie. I think I enjoyed that one. I'm not sure. So uh, the next are these are now all the the two dollar ones. ones. Here we right. go. Are you ready? Yep. Tropic Thunder, the director's cut or the unrated uh, cut, whatever you want to okay. call it. Uh, this one I, I've seen a couple. The unrated of... one was uh, available. Yeah, for five dollars. Well, for scan. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, these are the ones that you paid two dollars for. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They're scannable, but they, it is on sale, yeah. too, by the way. So yeah. it's just one later. No, no, no. We'll still um, come back to that. Uh, Three Musketeers, uh, the 2011 one. I've watched a couple times on Pluto, and I've enjoyed it. That's the one with Mila Jovovich? Yes. Okay. I like that one, too. I saw that. It was originally in 3D, like during the time yeah. where everything was being 3D. 3D right. So I, I remember seeing that. I enjoyed that one, too. Uh, the movie Screwed, this has uh, Norm MacDonald, Dave Chappelle, and uh, what's his name? The uh, uh, um, I'll get a second name in a second. Danny DeVito. Okay. This is a weird All movie. Right. I laughed hysterically when I first saw this movie. It's a. I think I remember seeing this. I remember seeing Dirty Work. Right, Dirty Work and, and Screwed are the two. The right, because it's the only movies. time Norm Macdonald ever was in movies, like as the lead. The lead, right? And it, it, to me, it was hilarious, especially the. Uh, uh, Danny DeVito one. He reminded me somebody that we that I worked with. Okay, and I won't tell you now because I. <laughs> you know he listens. <laughs> he might be. I he don't might know. be listening. Who knows? Who knows? And no, it's not Dave. No, it's not, All right, Dave. It's not Dave. It's somebody right. else. <laughs> and uh, we laughed because it was like, oh my god, like that's like totally okay. him. Like Dave Sipon actually knows who he gotcha. is too. So, okay, but I won't get into who it is. Just I'll tell you later. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, reality bites. Uh, uh, that's with um, um, Renato Ryder um, and uh, Matt. Uh, uh, the second name the second here. It's uh, Ethan Hawke, <laughs> Renato Ryder. Okay, I was thinking Janine Garofalo, Steve Vaughn, right. uh, and uh, I can't think. I was thinking single Ben Steele, Stiller. Okay, yes. All right. So I, I, you know, it was it's. I think it's they're trying to. It was about their lives and after college and stuff like that. I thought it was a good movie. It was a coming of age movie, right? All right. And you know, it's a movie that I. The next one is a movie I haven't seen, but you've talked about it highly, so I, I scanned it for two dollars. Radio Land Murders. I love that movie. So that is what it is to me. A, it's like a sleeper. Like again, that's kind of like noises off actually. Yeah. Because it's it's very like fast paced, a lot of talking. I, I, it's it's also um, I think directed by Lucas or it was written by him. No, I, don't, I know George Lucas has got a. I think it's a Lucas arts film of some way, shape, or form. Okay, I'll have to find out and let you right. know when okay. I watch it. Uh, Night Shift was the next one oh, we talked about you. last week. 
I was like, you know what? I I, I did enjoy that movie because we, we rented it. I remember running that in the nineties or something like that. Right. And I and we were like, oh my god! Like you know, especially you knew like at that point, I think Batman was already out, so you knew Michael Keaton. Right. You knew or Michael, Mr. Mom, Mr. Mom and, Mom, and, like, he and all that. Comedy. You're. Just, I was more shocked going. The Fonz is in a movie. Right. And that's the other thing. Fonz is in the movie, and then you know, then you realize that Richie <laughs> Ron, Cunningham, Ron Howard directed it. I'm going. That's how he got the job. <laughs> Uh, uh, next is uh, another uh, Bruce Lee movie, Enter the Dragon. Or not? Is it Enter the Dragon? It is yeah, Enter the Dragon. Dragon. Yes. The five bucks. That's yeah. the big hit. That's when everyone mostly remembers. So I scanned that one for two dollars. Uh, Dazed and Confused, uh, the seventies uh, uh, movie. My wife likes that one a lot. Okay. I like it. Okay. It. Uh, this next one was. Um, I highly enjoy this, and I recommend this to people. If uh, uh, thing, it's called The Darkest Hour. It's with um, Gary Oldman. He plays. Oh, he plays. Uh, we call it uh, Churchill. Churchill. I bought that. He, he won the Oscar for it. Yes. I bought that at, right out sight unseen. So I was like, Gary Oldman in this movie with all that makeup. If he doesn't win an Oscar, it's fucking rigged. And I'm like, he won. I was like, good job. <laughs> all is right with the world. <laughs> um, and then I bought some older movies uh, from like the 50s. Uh, one's called The Glenmore Story. Uh, I've I was in music a lot, like especially playing trombone and stuff okay. like that. And Glenn Miller's was kind of an Im- okay. not an influence, right, right, right. but I no, I mean I, was somebody that I I because I played his music a couple times. Right, so right, right. You, you get into those big band, to big band uh, swing stuff. Right, and all. he was played. The, Glenn Miller was a drummer. No, no trombone trombone player. player. Was yeah. he trombone? I thought it was clarinet. No, all right. That is Benny Goodman. Is the Benny clarinet. Goodman? Okay. And then yeah. who's the drummer? Buddy Rich? Uh, Buddy Rich. All right. Yes. Those were the... The, the, the big the, three. The big three back in the day. They never really played together, but everyone knew them. Right. All right. Uh, and then um, the next one was another 50s movie. It was Calamity Jane. It stars Doris Day. My wife, my mom and I watched this, and it's just kind of a memory because I sure. you know, enjoy watching right, it. Right, right. So it's like, oh, I'll It's, a, it's one of those, like... Uh, Warm memories. Yeah. Go, my mom and I used to watch this. I'll watch. You know, I'll pick it up. Just I might never watch it again, but it's one of those things where I can look and go. I can think of my mom. Yeah. Right. Well, she's still here though. I know. I know. I know she is. I'm just like I can. Well, the time I, I, I know some people be like, "What?" You know, like, right. no, no, no. <laughs> you know, everything's fine. I'm the one without a mom. Right. <laughs> and then uh, chariots of fire. We talked about this a couple weeks ago because you, you, were, I bought it. I think physically, and then you were like upset because. The yeah, I have a personal grudge against that movie. What was, what was the movie it went against and lost? It, it was Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was, uh, what do you call it? Original score. That Chariots of the Fire won over Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I was like, fuck that. Because how can... Da, 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 da. You, you, you're sucked into the movie, right? You're like, oh my God, it's action. Chariots of Fire. Da, 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 da. You have you have it, don't you? You have you have the song, Chariots of Fire song. <laughs> no. uh, fine. Okay. See, I gotta I gotta prove my point. Chariots of Fire theme. Ready, ready. I completely forgot to sleep pop. I 
This is about a, mo- a movie about running. <laughs> running! Not sprinting, not jogging. Marathon running. Running! In the Olympics! Uh, you get the gist, right? Yeah. Alright, hold Compared on. Compared to this, you ready? Here, yeah. Here, here, here. Go ahead. I don't know if this is going to work, but let's see. Oh, wait, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> there we go, there we go, there we go. If I can play a commercial right before we start. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> there we go. I think, I think I could, uh, I think I got this one. Skip ads. Here you go. <laughs> now tell me how that's fucking fair. Get off my plane. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> I I remember so, I remember like I'm watching the Oscars that year and it's dun, 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 I'm like, oh my god, John Williams, fucking genius Jaws, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, boom, 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 whipping out that that score dick that he has, right? Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang, chariots of fire. I'm like, boy, that's a fucking bore fest. Wait, what? Fuck! To this, I refuse to watch Chariots of Fire for that. Eh. <laughs> Personal grudge. How old's that movie? Maybe <laughs> two, I guess. Right. right. Uh huh. That's right. That's a, what do you call it? A 30, 40 year, gu- 40 year grudge? <laughs> yes. Fuck that movie. <laughs> I hope all of them had broken ankle. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I just remember. You know, you know why? They don't have it. No Chariots of Fire 2. No Chariots of Fire 3. No Chariot of Fire 4. Because they want it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They could have done Chariots of Fire, you know, four years later, the rematch or something. No, no. Fucking Indiana Jones. Icon. Running in sand, bitches. Rocky did it too. To a better song. <laughs> I had a tiger. See, to me, it was when Chariots of Fire came out. When we, when I was in music school, basically, and and I think people would play that song on the piano, not like the, the, the full sure. arrangement and all. Right, right, right. And it was impressive back then when you were young and you were like, you know, learning music and somebody go, do, 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 right. do, 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 uh-huh. you know. Sure. And it was mind-blowing. Sure, know. they could also have done the exact same thing with the sad theme song from The Incredible Hulk and everyone would have been blown away. Oh, they did that too. Right, exactly. Journeys for, uh, uh, what do you call it? Come to you, open arms. Or faithfully, Faithfully, I'm still yours. Faithfully, but that wasn't a, that wasn't a, as a much of a challenge as doing right as, as fucking running a movie. <sighs> Whatever. He's <laughs> here in Sulk. <laughs> <laughs> are you done talking? Can we move on, please? Sure, I guess. So that's pretty Hello. much it for me. <laughs> that is it for me. How about you, sir? What did you do this week? Yeah, you know what I didn't do? Fucking buy Chariots of Fire. <laughs> Fuck that movie. 
Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> see, now I want to go see it. Just, <laughs> now you're going to watch the movie? I'm going to watch the movie this week. Just something to talk about? Just a gas <laughs> gaslighting? <laughs> so what'd you do this weekend? Watch Chariots Fire, you fucker. Like, oh! <laughs> you know what? I'm, Think it was a better movie. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! You're welcome to the last episode of the Geeksters. Fucking <laughs> movie snob. Better than Raiders of the Lost. Kiss my, kiss my yellow hairy butt. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, like you, Ed, I also purchased a ton of digital content. Um, first, I noticed on voodoo that there was a documentary called running with speed okay it is a two and a half hour documentary on gaming speed runs did you say that right I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, i'll go back let me, let me rewind that <laughs> the movie is called running with speed uh-huh. it's a two and a half hour documentary on people who do speed runs through video games Oh, all right, now now I got. Oh, it. you were thinking <laughs> speed runs? What do you think I was? Now I'm gonna all hop up on like, speed and then we just run. <laughs> like the character in the video game, <laughs> they're all like they're playing Call of Duty, and there's a race going on. You know, like how fast they get from point A to point B. <laughs> and they made a documentary on it because apparently this is a subculture. We have nothing about, nothing about. And now they brought it to light. <laughs> and it's for you, and it's two and a half hours long. No, this is worse. This is about people who spend their time going through a video game and doing the shortcuts and stuff like that. Like, let's say, uh, hypothetically, let's say you play Hogwarts for 100 hours, right? Yeah. You finish the game in like 70 hours. Well, there's a person who will take that and not do everything. will just stick to the main quest and right. play the game as quickly as they possibly can. And they'll be like, I did it in 12 hours or 3 hours or... Um, they do it with, like, Mario levels where it's like, oh, we're going to play this level. And instead of going through, like, just a whole ass, boing, 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 or pa- Pac-Man. It was just a lot of video games that have these speedrunners. Right. Um, sometimes they do it on Twitch. Uh, they stream them on Twitch or Discord. To get, you know, they usually do it for, um, like, a charity event or some sort of like that. My th- problem is that it's two and a half fucking hours of that talk. <laughs> like, it's about speedrunning. Can't you... Cut some time off, maybe make it make it like an hour, hour twenty. Like, <laughs> I like the speed run version of this movie. I'll have to put it on fast forward, and I'm done like this real quick. And I'm gonna, and there's only this, and I'm into this, so I can speed run through that boring ass shit. It's not even boring. I'm, I'm probably gonna. It was like five bucks, and I was half tempted to buy it just to watch. And I'm going, how how do you get two and a half hours of of, of material out of this? I did not though. What I did buy, though, Ed, <laughs> I bought Empire Records, okay. the uh, remix special fan edition, which has got like 15 minutes of extra of shit in it. All right. All, uh, all the President's Men. All right. Okay, that's an old uh, 70s movie. It stars Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford. My, I was I was look, kept looking at that one, and I wasn't sure to buy it or not. And, uh, I, you know, um, I said I also bought in, uh, there was a mit- mix and match deal, so I got... The Sixth Day, that's a Schwarzenegger film where uh, he with about clones and stuff. But the reason why I, I, I settled for The Sixth Day, because Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider, 
was in that mix and match deal, and that's never on sale. But here it was, I can get it for like two, for, it was like buying one movie and getting one for free almost. Yeah. So I'm like, I had to take advantage of that, and I did like six day. Just going to go on record and say that. Um, then there <laughs> so was. You're the one. Yeah, I'm the one. Um, then I found out that when you buy Universal movies, yeah. um, they have a, a club and that you get points. And then every month they go, hey, um, we're going to release some movies that you can get for free by using your points. It's like a thousand points for a movie, right? Mm -hmm. I got two movies that, that day. One of them was Out of Sight. That's the um, George Clooney, Jennifer Lopez movie. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I, <laughs> I like that movie. You did not, I'm assuming? I did not see it, so... Oh, okay. I'm just... I, I was waiting for somebody who saw it. So. Oh! I'm, I'm, and then I, it was also... I got the uh, Role Models unrated version. I, I have Role Models. That's with uh, Paul Rudd and... Oh, well... Oh, uh, where they... Um, they are, they something Scott or Jason Michael Scott? No, no. Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Where they have to... They, they get in trouble and they have to go to like a daycare and help these kids... And one of the kids goes a LARPing as a KISS fan. And they co they show up at a LARPing event dressed as KISS at the end. Yes. You know, um, there's an unrated version. I had the rated version, but I'm like, well, it's a free movie. There was nothing else I wanted. So let me go get that. Right? <laughs> um, then I also did buy Knights of Badassum. Because, you know, five bucks, I wanted that. Yeah. Then I also bought Tropic Thunder, the director's cut. But I paid my $5. Ah. Uh, then I also bought Harlem Knights. That's the Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Yes. Um, and then I also That's bought... That's another one I keep swimming around and around and around. <laughs> then I... I the uh, I keep waiting for this to go in, fork, in 4K. And uh, part of me, I just I just buckled and I bought it. And I'll go, like, when it goes... If it ever goes to 4K, I'll just buy an upgrade. Ben-Hur. It's the holidays. Passover. East, yeah. it, East Easter. It's Charlton Heston. You know, Ben-Hur. Judah Ben-Hur. You know, a nice Jewish boy who kind of bumps into Jesus throughout the entire movie, but never really pays really attention to him. Wait, 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 that guy did what? At a party? Loaves and fishes? Wow. I'm going to go on this horse ride right here. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I bought that, and I'm like, it's like a almost a four-hour movie. And I'm like, I, I don't have the stamina to watch that at the moment. Because I keep throwing, oh, maybe I'll watch that. Because I keep wanting to circle around. Because it's a good movie. I like it. Um, but I, it was like eight dollars. It was, it was. We call it. It was pricey for me, Ed. Pricey because I paid eight dollars for it. Ooh, ooh. It's a bougie. Oh, I know. Almost pushing that ten dollar mark. I did watch some movies this week. Well, past couple weeks. Uh, first round of the geek, Commando, the director's cut. <laughs> I gotta say, now I understand why toxic masculinity masculinity is prevalent in today's society. Because men like me watched these movies as teenagers and grew up and to be what we thought people wanted men to be. Uh -huh. Like, I'm not talking about the, like, the I mean, I guess muscle-bound guy like Schwarzenegger. But it wasn't that. It was more like his, the attitude that he had towards people. Like, Ray Dong Chung is in it, uh, Tommy Chung's daughter. Yeah. And she had a brief acting career. Yeah. And she was in there. And there's, she plays... She plays a flight attendant, but back then it was a stewardess. Right. Right? And there is real no need for her to be in this movie other than the fact that um, Sully, I think, it's, uh, the guy, he, he's like, I'll kill you last, who he killed first. Right. Um, he kind of talked to her, and she got creeped out by him. So for whatever reason, Schwarzenegger basically kidnaps her, like holds her hostage, right. and says, Do follow that car. You know, and then finds out where he's going because 
he's got 11 hours before you know he's supposed to go on a plane be on a plane to go murder somebody mm-hmm. for Nick from Cheers <laughs> seeing him be like a regular actor and a bad guy just pulls me out of the movie a little yeah. bit because yeah. I'm like oh what do you mean like you know <laughs> so I'm watching it and I'm like okay look at Nick being uh, like uh, the you know Car- oh, what do you call it it's uh, Carla's husband from Cheers yeah um I'm like, all right, but he kind of, first, Schwarzenegger rips out Ray's seat in her car. Yeah. And then they're following, and then they he goes to a mall, and they're still following him, right? But they're at one point in time where they he, he kills Sully. He's like, I'll kill you last. I lied. You know, throws, lets him go. Right. You know, and kills him. Flat out murders him, of course. They take his Porsche to go back to the hotel that he was supposed to meet a connection at, Right. Right. So as this is going on, you know, there's a knock at the door, and it's a companion, right? So Schwarzenegger convinces her, doesn't even convince her, demands that she act like she was having a good time with, with what's his, Sully, I think right. his name, and takes her top and rips it open a little bit to show a little bit more cleavage. I'm going, there is no real need for that. It was like, you, you have a good time. Like, and I'm like, well, you don't, you could just let him open the door and you could just beat the shit. I'm like, why is she here? And... Schwarzenegger is supposed to be an, a retired general of like a special ops right. force, like, and the whole thing is they kidnap his daughter, hold her hostage so he can kill his person. But at one point in time, they're in they they follow these stupid leads and they get to a place where they're supposed to be um, like they fuel planes at, mm-hmm. and she is in she's taking pilot lessons and she has to know she knows how to fly a sort of fly a plane. So he uses she she helps him by like not really of her own free will most of the time to fly him to the island that they're supposed to be going to. And a part of me going, shouldn't he already know how to do that? He already knows the coordinates. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to fly a plane. All all the things this guy can't do, flying's one of them. I was just it just struck me as odd. I'm watching it going. <sighs> Okay, and then I'm watching the very beginning. He's playing with um, it's Alyssa Milano, yeah, and he's um, he's kind of fucking roughing her. Like he picking her up and tossing her in the water, you know, because they like, have a pool. Right. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, it just seems a little weird. And then the, of course, the bad guy at the end of the movie, like his rival, comes off very sadomasochistic, you know, with the knife and the chainmail on his arm. I at one point I expect them to grab his nipples and be like, oh yeah, come <laughs> here. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matrix. John Matrix. Uh, hello, John. Uh, uh, I don't need this gun. I'll cut you with a knife. You're watching this going, wow. That's, that is so 80s. Just I'm just watching <laughs> going, wow. I, I, it, there, it's like one of those movies I watch them going, watching it more than a, a, a 21st century mind now instead of an 80s mind. Like As a kid, you're like, yeah, Schwarzenegger, kick that guy's ass. Yeah. And then as an adult, I'm watching going, Wow, no wonder why dudes are kind of assholes now. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, yeah, like, 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 you're right. Like the '80s mentality was was like, you you want to be the like butch macho guy. I mean, I never thought of that. Like, I mean, like, 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 it's, it's just like it was just it was like explosions, you know, like fighting in action. Like this is. I mean, awesome. I love a good action flick, but I was, I was, um, I was more of the. Uh, I'll talk you into bed if you get my meaning. Right, <laughs> and, then, and the thing is, is like, like that—that that was it. it. Was like, it was sex appeal because it was like, okay, the action 
was like for some guys, and then like you know for the other the rest of the guys, it's like you know they want to watching the muscle bound Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like I'm watching him. Like <laughs> he's he breaks into a guns and ammo. This maybe crack up. He wants to go to this island to rescue his daughter, so he has to. At the, in the 80s, you had to find a place to, to stock up on guns, right? Yeah. So he goes to this store. They're in California, so it's like a guns and ammo store, right? right. And you, while he walks in, he finds the secret button that opens up this door where it's nothing but shotguns, guns, knives, rocket launchers. Gotcha. And I'm like, that would ne- there was never a store like that. I don't ever... Really? And I'm just going, that is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. A rocket launcher at like basically a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, like, I'm like this a, gun, is... a corner store gun shop. Right, you know, like, <laughs> right. It was just like oh my God, and, oh. and he, you know, and he breaks in by driving basically a forklift into the window, and I'm like, well, there's no alarm, nothing. Like there was no alarm, and then finally, and there's like it's kind of a funny because it's a montage of him suiting up and handing these duffel bags of guns to Ray Dong to so she can go load up her tiny ass car with it. Actually, I'm sorry, it's now a Cadillac because he killed the guy who was at the hotel and they took his car instead. Right. Uh, and he's loading it all up, and then she disappears, and he's. It's like this macho kind of thing, and he turned around. and There's all these cops with guns pointing at him, you know, because he's getting arrested right. for breaking in. I'm like, oh, okay, there you go, logical choice. And then <laughs> it's they're driving him in back of a paddy wagon, right? And there's two the two cops are driving. She's driving the Cadillac, right? She pulls up, and the Cadillac is a, is a what do you call it, a top down type caddy. Yeah. Uh, she kind of pulls up, kind of gives the guy the wink, wink, nudge, nudge look, and he's like, oh, oh look at her, like very like. Stupid, like oh, buddy, look at her, whoa, hubba hubba, right? And she backs off a little bit, and it's like a red light, and she grabs the rocket launcher, and the first thing she does, she aims and fires, but she has it backwards, and it shoots out the back and destroys a building, yeah. right? Then she realizes, and the cops are like, wait, what's going on? By that time, she turns it around and then shoots it right at the ass end of the of the paddy wagon, the paddy wagon where Schwarzenegger's sitting, right? You go and it hits like the tire. And there's a big little little explosion, knocks the you know thing on its side. The cops are like, "What the fuck?" And she, you know, he Schwarzenegger walks out of the back like nut like, right? All right, all right let's go. <laughs> like, and he's like, "Why'd you learn to do that?" And she's like, "I read the instructions." And I'm like, <sighs> and worst part about it is like no more than like a minute earlier as they're taking this cart out with the with the. They set the joke up, Ed. I didn't notice it because maybe it was the director's cut and they cut that scene. But as she's walking away with a cart full of ammo and guns and the rocket launcher, you can see pretty much strapped to the rocket launcher, instructions. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I have that? And then when she says the joke, I'm like, oh, they had to set that up. Right. I know. I'm like... And then right after that, I wanted to watch Cobra. I was like, no, I can't, I can't. Like, I wanted to, just, just to get it all out. <laughs> Instead, I did watch All the President's Men. Okay. Uh, for those people who don't know, it's a movie in the 70s. It is about the two um, investigative journalists who help uncover the, the Watergate scandal. Mm-hmm. It, its uh, I'll be honest, it ain't full of action. It is legitimately a bunch of guys knocking on doors going, hey, would you like to talk about this? Right. Hey, would you like to talk about this? It's a drama. It is it's heavy, heavy drama. drama. I mean, and long. 
long ass movie too of people just knocking on doors going I would like to talk to you no action no nothing it's 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 a thriller drama it's not even thrilling it's more like I'm watching these, and I, I'm not for nothing it was a good movie I enjoyed it right. I enjoyed it so much that I then followed it up with she said that's ah, the yeah. that's the movie that you bought but it's yeah. it's on peacock now so I watched it on Peacock, and it was it's basically about the two investigative journalists who helped bring down Harvey Weinstein. And I'm like, all right, you know, and is there's a lot of parallels between the two of the stories, because investigative journalism, a lot of knock, 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 knock. Right. Hey, would you like, because it's about the two of them, the two women trying to find anybody who would come forward to, to talk about, you know, Harvey Weinstein. Right. I thought was interesting was that um, Ashley Judd was in it. Um, like and she was she pretty much kind of was the one of the faces of Harvey Weinstein did this to me. Uh, they had Gwyneth Paltrow on a um, like a phone call, mm-hmm. and then they had an actress play the voice of Rose McGowan. Um, it was it was a it was a good movie. Again, not heavy in the action movie department, but it was definitely fascinating to watch, especially when they had like you know the it all culminates to Harvey Weinstein calling the Washington it's the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. A New York Times and kind of yelling at them, like to kind of see, because I think it's all in transcripts. How kind of, I mean, he gets what he deserves in the end anyway, because it's right. kind of like you can kind of tell what a prick he is, how they painted him as a bad guy, but that's how he was, like very like in your face. Who would you talk to? I want to know this. I should do it. like very demanding, and they're right. like because I mean, the, the, back then it well, not that far long, but I mean, even going way back, I mean, there was a lot of actresses that left oh, the business yeah. because of what yeah, but they they yeah they, they talked oh. to one of them like yeah he was just uh just a vile human being and apparently like a lot of people did know what was going on that was the, the, the sad part about it but they kept their mouth shut because right because it, it would hurt their career you'd be right. blackballed and stuff yeah. like that like yeah i mean there's like there are some people who did work for Miramax who didn't know about it. In fact, Kevin Smith was one of those people who when he found out about it he was like i honestly had no idea and he's like in fact i'm so disgusted by it is that any movie now that I made for Miramax, any check that I make from that movie is going right into a, a woman's uh, shelter, kind of like to like he's like I don't want no money from that. Any money I make from that is now going to this charity. Right. You know, I'm like good for him. It's one of the reasons why I think Dogma is in such a hogtied loop of getting onto like Blu-ray. Well, I was. So, I mean, I did see an interview with him because a lot of people were asking, like, what, yeah. what, what, what like, you did know, you know? Right. You know, they asked about Dogma about being re-released, and he goes, he goes, they when uh, Harvey Weinstein came to uh, before it all happened, right. came to uh, Kevin Smith. They was he was saying that yeah he goes he goes oh you think you could do a sequel to Dogma too you know it was right. a great Dogma movie blah, blah, you know you know type like thing and 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 Kevin Smith's going yeah I think I can work something out mm-hmm. that I can you know say a little bit more about this and I think that would be interesting and all and you know he kind of he kind of was like trying to be buddy buddy with him right and then he goes a week later that's when the article broke and that's right. when I found out like that's what happened so <clears> he was kind of discuss it and then he goes yeah he goes. He he even said like, he's like I, I he's like it's tied up and he goes the only way you could do it is if you go into uh, jail and basically get high Weinstein to release it and he'll right. he said it's a, it'll be a cold day in hell before that happens right. you know because because yeah. he was hoping that uh, uh, Kevin Smith would be on his side right like, Kevin says like there's no way there's another movie I just can't think of the name of it um as it, it's about the Fox scandal it was um I saw that one too it was um. Shit, I watched it too. Um, it has um, 
I'm trying to find Nicole it Kidman. Sharice Theron. Sharice Theron. In it, uh, Theron. Uh, there was another one actress that was in it too. And it's like one word. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm going to just do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, it, I mean, that's another one. It was a, a scandal that broke out about the Fox News, right? And because uh, they mentioned it, and she said because of uh, what's his face, um, hat not Hannity, um, the other guy. Who had a talk show? Who's kind of fucking obnoxious? Um, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are. Everyone's like, oh, enough already. Uh, I'm looking here. It is the movie that we're talking about is Bombshell. Bombshell, yes. Where she plays Megan Kelly. Uh, a group of women take on Fox News head Roger Allies and toxic atmosphere he presided over at the network. Um, O'Reilly, uh, he play, uh, O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly. yeah. Whew, all right, Whew, okay. Uh, I also did watch two more things, uh, three more things. I did watch Empire Records because you know April eighth was uh, Max running day, Max. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I had to watch it that day. Right. Um, I did watch Harlem Nights because I I bought it and I was like, how? It took me. I, I think what made me more fascinated was written and directed by the. Written and directed by Eddie Murphy, um, it was at I would say it's it's that moment in his career where someone went, "What do you want to do?" And no matter what it is, we're going to let you do it because he wrote it and directed. And I could just see him go, "Well, I have this movie in plan," and it has Richard Pryor in it, Red Fox, Della Reese, um, it's like the who's who of of comedic actors in that time. Right. Arsenio has a small part in it, um, very small part, but it was really good and really funny like I forgot how it's been a long time since I've seen that movie and I forgot how actually good it was like just, yeah. it was I'm like alright you know it took me a couple nights to watch because I, I watched some of my movies at like late at night and I was like oh, it, was, it was really good it was it was funny and I'm like laughing it's like <laughs> um, and the other movie I watched too uh, is Colossal this is the movie that has Anne Hathaway in uh. it uh, and she has, um, there's a giant kaiju monster in Seoul, Korea that's appearing, and you find out that she kind of is, she's controlling it. Right. Um, without getting too spoilery, she, what happens is she's kind of like this sh- alcoholic, shitty kind of a person who's living in New York, and her boyfriend breaks up with her and kicks her out of his apartment. Right. So she goes home, basically. And when she goes home, she goes to a house. I'm assuming it was her parents' house that they no longer live there, but she still lives there. And when she's there, she bumps into Jason Sudeikis' character, who used to be like her bestie friend when they were in, in elementary school. Right. Um, and she's he's like, oh, you know, like kind of like he kind of helps her back on her feet. But he seems he, at first it seems kind of like innocent. And when you see the trailer, you're like, oh my god, this looks so funny because you know she's standing in like there's there's a spot in their town that is in parallel to Seoul, Korea. And when she stands on that spot, this monster shows up. Now, at first, she didn't know it because you know she's on the other side of the world. So she'll like walk through and like she destroyed a bunch. Some people got killed, right. you know. And then when she finds out that you know she found out that she was responsible because the 
Monster did something that she did the night before. She's like, oh, my God. So she tested the theory out by just standing there and making kind of faces like that. And she, when she found out, she then invited the, her new friends with the Jason Sudeikis and his kind of like buddies to watch. Like, because you can do like a live feed because now it's like everywhere. Like, oh, my God, this monster's everywhere. And, you know, she performs and you're like, okay, like, how is this? That's it's a weird sensation. You find out like why, but then it takes this really. There's a moment in the movie it just turns. It turns, and I'm like, I did not see that coming. <clears throat> it's it's a movie about control. Uh-huh. It's about taking your own power back. Um, it's about addiction and and self loathing, and it's not just her character. Um, and it's like it's with like I said, I don't want to spoil it because it it made me go, holy shit. I didn't think this movie was going to go this way mm-hmm. because it went from like a kind of like a lighthearted comedy to almost like a like a thriller like psychological like mind fuck of a movie right. based upon everything that was happening and I'm like they never really explain like how the t- what like they show the incident that happened and how she got this ability to have that monster show up but it's never really explained what happened in order for that to happen okay you know you just kind of have to go with it right and it's fine um but like i said it was a really really good movie i highly recommend it i i kind of after i got done watching I'm like do i is there like any extra like footage or stuff because i kind of got really interested in seeing like is there a story of the making of the movie there isn't because i oh, i bought it digitally and when i looked to see if i could find it on blu-ray all it had was like a, de- a deleted scene because it was like a very low, very independent movie. Right. Um, I think it was made by like the Legion M guys. Like the, the, there was that company that you can be part of. You can buy into the company. Right. And they, you know, and you could like a share, like a shareholder. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like one of their first ones. And I was like, it was, my mind was blown. I got done watching going, God damn, that was a fucking good movie. Hmm. I wish I'd seen it earlier. Like, I, I kind of felt like I shortchanged myself. Right. <laughs> um, that's kind of that's. Well, I mean, like I said, I also had to buy a video game. Okay. What is that? Urban sixty one hundred. Hmm. Why did I put Urban sixty one hundred? Ah, beats me. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, what is coming? I did go to the store, and there was nothing that I wanted to get. Well, I, I do want to mention, too, that because then you were talking about like, watching stuff and all. I do want to mention two things that um, Bad Batch ended a couple weeks ago. A few weeks okay. ago, actually, type of thing. And season three is going to come out next year. It's going to be the final season. I don't know if you've been watching any of that. I haven't watched a single episode. Okay. I've been enjoying it. Okay. I, I highly recommend it, especially to be Star Wars fans out there. Okay. It shows the, the kind of the end of the Clone Wars and how, uh, you know, basically between episodes uh, three and four – What's going on? And then right. there's a okay. group of super clones, basically not super clones, but they were they were clones. But some of them aren't always perfect. They, yeah, they're not <laughs> they're not perfect, but they have extra kind of abilities because they're uh, they were genetic. Um, uh, I don't want to say mutations, but they were genetically more enhanced. Like one's more Star Wars meets X Men, right? Well, one's, <laughs> one's a better tracker. One's more has more right. like, technology experience. Okay, one's a bigger, stronger guy. Like, right. So they were trying to tweak the they were trying to tweak the formula to make like super soldiers, and they got a bad batch. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the that's name. name. Right. Uh, so like I said, so that that's good. I don't know if you've been watching The Mandalorian. Or I not. have not caught up. Oh my yet. god! I am like, you know what? I'll be honest. A part of me is gonna say, "Screw my wife and watch it myself," 
because I am waiting for her and she can't shit or get off the pot about what she wants to watch. She would rather watch Love is Blind. And I'm like, we got like four or five episodes to catch up on. And I mean, I know like I'm like spoilers, fucking Lizzo and Jack Black were on the episode in an episode. And I'm like, I kind of was willing to be surprised. That, that episode... Right. I know See, that was the episode before, but this last episode... Right, and I saw somebody... <sighs> was, I saw Grogu sitting in the... Basically, as like a little kangaroo inside of an IG-88 body. And I'm like... <sighs> oh my God, that was great. That, I mean, I'm like, I, I wish I could talk to you about it. Cause, I'm like, and I'm upset because I'm seeing it. I'm going, I want to experience that. And I can't because my wife is not... She's either too tired coming home from work. And I'm like, I might just be like, look, sweetheart, I love you, but you're on your own. Because I really want to watch the show. I was waiting for it to come out, and it's out, and it's like she's just kind of being like, well, I don't really want to watch it. I'm like, well, fuck you, I do. Like, you know, <laughs> I, what I have been watching, though, is I started watching season two of Picard. Okay. Because it's a show I wanted to watch, yeah. and she's got no interest in it. So, like, and season two has Q in it, and it's like an alternate alternate timeline, and I'm like, I'm almost so into that, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to, I started watching, I think I'm like, I'm only three episodes in i'm like all right i'm trying to enjoy that because at least i know i can watch that on my own right. and not her and not have her go well, what do you mean you watched it without me like yeah because you're watching fucking love is blind when that's done because i think she's got like one more episode maybe she'll be watching it tonight when she's done fucking i'm watching mandalorian i'm off two days i'm binging it yeah you know I'm like, and it I'm, is totally like i mean like i said like every episode like right, got I'm better enjoying, and better I'm and better. And then this last episode, the was like, last episode we watched, it was he dunked himself into the the what do you call it the seas of the mandal. You know, he basically dunked himself. Yeah. Um, and they get back to and they tell Book Tonic, well, bitch, you were in there too. So guess what? Have you taken your man helmet off? She's like, no. And they're like, surprise, motherfucker! You're and, now you're still there. You're, you're like, ha-ha. she's like, son of a. Bitch, uh, it gets it gets it gets so much better. I I, I there's heard so, there's I like heard, so many different things. I heard life. that you know like now that the, the the title of the Mandalorian was not really about our guy, it's about somebody else. You know, I'm hearing all of these other like that he might be leaving the show after season three because I'm like really like all right, so I got to catch up. Like I I do I I do. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up. I'm 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 gonna have to have a talk with her when I get home. Like, look, baby, I, I love you, but I, I gotta start watching Mandalorian. I can't just you're weighing me down, woman. I think this this season is how would I put this? I think season one was the, probably the best season right. they had. Right. Well, yeah. I think this almost surpasses mm. season one. That's how how well this is done. Like I saw that they got the guy who was Jar Jar Binks. He's now a Jedi. Not Jar Jar Binks, but the actor I'm at best is back in the show. He's a Jedi. He ain't, you know, Samuel I would, Jackson. I think I think they would I, I think they would Miss a Jedi now. <laughs> I think they would if they brought Jar Jar Binks in, they would do justice to the character. <laughs> you find out that he really is an evil Sith Lord. <laughs> Like it would just be blown because there's because there's like speculations. I can't. I can say that I don't right. want to talk about that because there's so much and it's just like oh my god. Like right. this is. I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna go home, kicking the door. Woman, I'm watching Mandalorian with or without you. I said it. I'm putting my foot down. And she'd be like, I'm gonna put my foot in your ass if you talk to me that way. And I'm like, okay, baby. <laughs> Who the hell wins love is fine over? Can we have to do that? Can we watch Mandalorian, please? <laughs> oh well, I'll watch it without you, and then we'll watch. I'll watch it again. 
Like, oh, man, that's what I'll do. She'll be asleep. I'll watch an episode, watch a bunch of episodes, and be like, baby, you want to watch Mandalorian? And go, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> like, like, just sitting there, like, watching, going, this is good, this is good, this is good. I, can't wait that. I had no idea that was going to happen. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Oh, me, Mom, like, I knew that fucking three days ago. <laughs> like, gasp. <gasps> <laughs> Grogu said daddy because <laughs> the final episode is this Wednesday so of course you, it so is so you can, you can right so we can binge watch it and be like okay baby season finale is this Friday this Wednesday I'm watching it with or without you right and we're both off technically there you go yeah, maybe 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 just maybe, maybe. I'm gonna be a man about this and just <laughs> what's the matter with you <laughs> <laughs> So when I see you, go, why you got the black eye? I got sex with the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I told her I was putting my foot down, and she punched me right in the face. I said, bitch, what do you think you're doing? And then I watched Love is Blind. <laughs> or 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> why do you have two black eyes? Cause she because I said it twice. <laughs> she told you twice. She told me twice. <laughs> I told her, after she did it first time, I said, bitch, make me a sandwich. And the time I got the other one. <laughs> I'm fragile, Ed. So, <coughs> so I don't know. I'm off Tuesday and Wednesday, like I said, but I don't know what's coming out. I this past week I had the car to myself. I dropped Stacy off at work. I was like, let me go swing by, you know, Best Buy and see if anything's good coming. Anything's out because I didn't know because we didn't have the show on Easter. So yeah. I'm I like, don't think much came out. I'll be honest, we... there was nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, there was like, oh, look, a steel book, They Live. And I'm like, yeah, but I already have They Live, copied by, you know, autographed by Piper and, you know, Meg Foster and well, the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> the other guy. Uh, David, David Keith. Keith David. No, yeah, David. yeah, there was, there was really no. The only, the only, I'm going to really just give you two honorable mentions for last right. week is the fact is they're both 4K releases coming out. Okay. Uh, Flashdash came out last week. Okay. And these movie, and then the Fisher King got a 4K release. Oh, okay. So there you go. All right. So this week, though. Yeah. Eh, not much, too much more. Right. But there's a, there's maybe a couple in there that I think you might pick I, up. I did, my birthday is next month. So the wife did ask me, like, what I wanted. I did go, here's a photo of Shazam, Fury of God's Steel Book. Want that? And then what was the other one that's coming out next month? Uh, Quantumania. And I was like, I want Ant Man, Steel Book, Best Buy exclusive. Those are the two things that I want, baby. And she did buy me sneakers, but that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this one, I don't, I don't know if you, you might okay. want to buy it. I don't know. Right. I, don't think, I don't think so. Uh, Cocaine Bear is coming out. Uh, no, week. I'm not going to buy it, but yeah. I am going to watch it on Peacock. Okay. Because it's, it's streaming now. Uh, this one, I think you're definitely going to buy. I think it's a, a, you're going to be, you're going to, I got to complete the collection kind of thing. Oh. Magic Mike Last Dance is coming out this week. In all fairness, I haven't bought the second one. I haven't even seen the second one. First one, though, I love. Second one, I heard. I'm like, I keep. I'm tempted to watch, and I kind of do want to see the third one. Well, because it's got you know him and Selma in it, and I'm like, kind of think. I'm like, all right. He goes to Paris or goes overseas and does like a. She's like a, a like a millionaire or something like that, and she gives him money to get make his own show. Kind of very staying alive ish. <laughs> all right what else uh, and then of course uh there is a bunch of 4ks coming out all right um 
This first one, I don't know why it's getting a 4K release, but it is. All-Star Superman is getting a 4K release. I mean, eventually it's going to happen. You know why? Because it's Warner Brothers, and they got to stretch out that 100-year anniversary thing best way they can. Right. And then they have The Haunting of Julia is getting a 4K release. Right, whatever. Okay. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause is getting a 4K release. Tearing me apart! (laughs) Uh, That makes sense. Yeah. Serpico is getting a 4K release. Okay, again, that one kind of makes sense, too. It's a classic. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, what do you got? Al Pacino as a as the only honest cop in New York, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Uh, based on the, a true story. Yeah, and then the Seventh Seal is getting a 4K release. And is that the one with the me more? Where she's like bringing, she's the she's pregnant, and she's supposed to be giving birth to the Antichrist. And I am looking up right now. Uh, I'm going to tell you but based off the first picture I saw, no. Okay, because I remember seeing a movie. Maybe it's the Seventh Sign, not the Seventh Seal. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the what do you call it? Nineteen fifty-seven. So oh, no, it never. is not that movie. Nope, totally not that movie. Now this is. And if it is, to me, really holding up. Disillusioned and exhausted after a decade of battling in the Crusades, a knight encounters death. Nope. nope. On a desolate beach and challenges him to a faithful game of chess. Oh, so it's basically that scene in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yes. <laughs> All right. They got it from that 1957 mm-hmm. film. All right, let's uh, move on to. Two out of three! <laughs> Best of seven! <laughs> Sorry. Living with Chucky, this is a documentary about. Uh... Uh, child's Play. Yes. Uh, I think I saw that on Voodoo. And then uh, let's move on to video games then. All right, let's move on to video games. We've got uh, Mi- Mi- uh, Disney Speedstorm. So if you're for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday. It's their version of Mario Kart. <laughs> God of Rock for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, and PC, and that's also coming out Tuesday. Then we have Minecraft Legends coming out for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, Switchy PC. That's also coming out on Tuesday. <sighs> then we have Puzzle Quest 3 for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, oh, SX. That cliffhanger in Puzzle Quest 2 left me riveted. <laughs> PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, that's also coming out on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then we have the Mage Seeker, a Legion of... A League of Legends story for the PS4, PS5, Xbox, okay. One, Xbox Series, SX, Switch, PC. That's also coming on Tuesday. League of Legends spun off its own game. All right. And then we have Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores uh, for the PS5. The DLC pad, the expansion pack. Okay. All it's right. It's coming out Wednesday the 19th. Okay. Then we have Coffee Talk, Episode Coffee 2. Coffee Talk. Episode 2, Hip- Hippicus and... And Butterfly for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, X, and Switch. That's coming out Thursday the 20th. Coffee talk. Could God make a boulder that he himself could not lift? Talks amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, Advanced Wars 1 and 2. Uh-huh. For the Switch. Uh, reboot Camp for the Switch. And that's coming out Friday the 21st. Okay. And finally, Dead Island 2 for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Stadia, and PC. And that is also coming Stadia? out Friday. Yeah, Stadia. That's what it says. <laughs> okay. Um, and that is the games. Yeah, that's one that was... Um, it, that one is... Uh, what do you call it? Um, it's been in developmental hell for a while. Um, all right, Ed. Last week. It was last week. I believe it was last week. 
a video game came out that I was really excited about playing. Uh-huh. You're going to laugh. <laughs> okay. It was EA Sports PGA Tour <laughs> Road to the Masters 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out now. Get it out now. Oh, no, no. This is, this is, this is going to be short chunks at a time. <clears throat> so... It really, it's EA's um, golf game. Right. It used to be EA Sports, Tiger Woods. Then after he got into a little scandal with his wife, you know, cheating on his wife, they booted him out, and they, now it's called the Road to the Masters, right? Right. Um, it's like their first time, It's their, they're back after like a few years of a hiatus. Um, the last time they did it was PGA Tour, um, Rory McElroy, and that was like years ago. Yeah. Um. The one I bought was in October. Was e? It was wasn't EA Sports. It was Two K PGA Golf, and it had Tiger Woods on the cover. Right. You know, and I I played it. I really liked it. I thought it was great. Uh-huh. But now this is the this is EA Sports. This is like the grand. This is like the one. The one. Top tier. Top. Like oh man. And they're like you know because they have all like the official Masters. You know they have. The rights to all the masters, you know, courses and stuff right. like that. So like, all right, you know, they got, you know, where you can go online, you can play with other people. Graphically, it's beautiful. Game sucks ass. <laughs> like I, I play golf games because I find them relaxing, mm-hmm. fun. I mean, and and kind of challenging like if i get like a good chip in i'm like yeah motherfucker like i'm like strutting like that's right that's right i'm happy when i get a good game like a good round in um and this game somebody said the game's broken and i'm kind of i don't want to disagree but i also don't want to agree i think sometimes it comes down to like well you're just not good at the game and you need to as the kids say get good in order to, you know, play it. Right. I also think, too, that you should be able to have adjusters and sliders to be able to kind of like they're in in the game menu. You can have it as an arcade, as a beginner, as a pro, as mm. a master. Like you have different levels in the arcade ones where it's supposed to be a little bit more fun and a little bit more forgiving. Right. I'll be honest. That's kind of the one I prefer. I'm not because I'm not in it to be like I don't need it to be a golf simulator. I don't need to like fuck it those gusts of wind i don't give a shit about like just i want to see if i can get the ball in the hole in the shortest amount of strokes right you know i'll deal with the wind like i can enjoy i enjoy that i can know how to go up a club if it's uphill down a club if it's downhill if the wind's going against me you got a hill like i know the physics and science behind it i can't at all apply that to the real world right i suck ass when it comes to real golf Blows at it, like I'm I'm a piss poor at mini golf. You know, <laughs> I tried playing top golf once, and boy, I thought I I sucked. It, tink! Oh, look, it dribbled off the side there. I'm going, I'm going long ball, long ball. Tink! Uh, didn't know where near where you're supposed to be. I'm like, this is supposed to be fun, right? Because it's not. He was on the second floor. He kept having the guy ball blow Right. <laughs> it's like, your dick's so short, you piss on your balls, son. <laughs> uh, boy, I said, boy, you need a putter. You'll <laughs> be playing with a driver up there. Are you playing with your putts? <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing the game, and it's just, it's 
frustrating because I'm trying to be like it's the arcade and it just seems to be like you can the beauty of it like you can track where your ball is supposed to go and then they have like it's oh it's supposed to land in this area somewhere and you're like oh okay that's great but you hit that ball right and it lands in that area and all of a sudden it's like it's on ice and the ball just overshoots everything right and I'm like okay well so I should pull back and like maybe like not swing as hard but it's hard to do that because they have like this gauge and like for me, if you're going to tell me that I need to hit lighter, you should have like the mark with this game. And like the other one too, there's like a beginning a beginning swing. And then when you swing back, there's a spot where it's like the perfect spot. And then you swing forward, right? right. It's like a, it's a momentum thing. Yeah. So they have that. But when you try to adjust how hard you want to hit it, it doesn't move that slider. So if you try, if you get in there, instead of like, I want to hit it maybe like 80%, when I go full, it automatically goes full swing, so I'm going to hit it 100%. All right. And I'm like, so you're not you're not adjusting that slide. You're saying, okay, well, Sean, you're, if you're going to take a swing and you're going to take it shorter, obviously you don't want to hit that spot. You want to get below it. But I'm like, but I'm telling you how light I should be hitting it. At least give me the marker. Mm-hmm. Like, help a brother out. Right. You know, and it won't. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe try shooting it a little highlighter and then tink. And it's either going too short or still too far. And I'm like, okay, this is just one of those games where you just have to relax, play. The more you play, the better you'll get because you'll start reading. You'll start being able to play a little better. Right. Not fucking once, Ed. I mean, I played all day and I almost threw my controller. <laughs> like, and then I get to I get to the green. I get I'm to gonna the play this game to relax. Exactly. I was I'm. And you get to the green, and then you can hit a button, and it'll give you, like, it used to give you, like, a line that would be, like, okay, this is how the ball is going to go if it starts here. And so you can kind of see the curves and stuff like that. You can kind of see the momentum of the green. Here, when you push that button, it just pops up. And I'm like, I, how am I? How do I know? I, I Look, I get it. I got to read the green. Okay, fine. Yeah. I see all this. Let me see if I, I, I you'll, I'm sitting there with one eye closed, and I'm drawing, like, an imaginary line from the ball to where I think the where I, the arrow to be where I should hit it, like to make the distance like, right. okay, well, if it's curving here at this spot, if I move the cursor over, so I aim for this area because it's going to start straight and then it's going to curve, I'm like, it needs to be here, but I'm sitting there with my eye closed, I'm drawing a little line going up, 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 right about there, hold your finger, moving it over, and I'm like, right. I think that's it. And then I'll hit it and it just flies right past the hole and I'm going, what the fuck? If I try doing a little chip in, the greens are just fast and i'm like these are so and i like i'm thinking okay maybe i'm doing something wrong because i'm i'm an idiot and i'm uh, not gonna get super detailed like maybe i have to take this down and adjust this but i don't know where that is because all it says is oh it green read yes no green grid yes no and i'm like okay well i don't care about the grid part fine whatever keep that so i start looking online like for tips and tricks, right. you know. Now, now I'm at that point in the game where I'm going. I need to find like tips and tricks to play fucking golf. <laughs> so I look, and there right away is a guy who's basically saying the game's broken. He's like, you. I, he's like, I play real golf. I played every single video golf game. I was really excited about this. You know, he's like with the greens. The the, the you have a caddy, and that caddy kind of is what the whole idea of the, that line thing is telling you where it's at. He's like, I. He's like, I knew the game was broken when they were doing a whole like live presentation right before the masters and they had the guy lined up to do a putt in 
and they asked the, a real caddy to come over and give his assessment on the 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 drop and how the green was going to go. And the guy's like, "Well, you're going to overshoot it because you need to do this, 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 and this." And the guy, the the guy who was playing the game, chose to ignore the caddy and go with the game. And everything that that caddy said was a- more accurate than the game itself. Okay. And I was like, he's like, when I saw that, he's like, I kind of uh, like I knew the game was broken. And I'm like, I I, I think I've experienced that, like. I'm telling you, it's a it's a dead straight shot, and if I'm off by like a pu- pubic hair, right. I'm off the grid, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I got so mad, Ed, so mad that I went. No, I had how mad did you get? I had PGA Golf two K twenty three bought in October. I just traded it in not too long ago, and I used the money to pay off part of uh, to pay off Jedi. Most actually, I pay, I used it to buy this fucking game, right? right. And I it was, had a good trade deal, so I put some money on Jedi Survivor, which I know is coming out in two weeks, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, this game will get me through this, you know, whatever. I'll use and I'll use this and put you know the money towards the, and pay it off, right? I got so mad that I actually went to the the PlayStation Store to find out how much 2K23 was digitally. It was 25 bucks, and I fucking bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I could I could have went back to the store I work with because I still I got when I got to work like the next day, I, I, they still had my copy on the I was like the only copy they traded in. Yeah. I'm like I could have bought my own my own thing back and I probably could have gotten less than twenty five bucks because my employee discounted on stuff. I'm like I don't care. I I, wanted, I I didn't care. I was like I was so angry. I was like and I've been playing that <laughs> and I'm like this is my happy spot because my save game was still there because I just deleted the information of the game. I didn't delete the save game because yeah. I'm Mr. Well, you never know. Maybe one day I'll go back to it. Like, you know, ask Witcher, <laughs> the save game for the <laughs> Witcher 3 that's collecting digital dust going, dude, what about me? Nah, I ain't got time for you. I don't want to start. I'll, if I jump in there, I'm not going to know what I'm doing. I'm like, I can't tell you how many times I restarted Cyberpunk because I'm like, I don't think I'm far enough to know what's going on. So how many times I had to replay that fucking mission over again, the time where I'm getting screwed over. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, every time I go back in, I'm kind of like disoriented going, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go with golf? No, it's golf's like, it's like comfort food. Should be able to just go, tink. Oh, look at that. You know, and I played, I had my rival, and I played, I didn't win the round, and I was okay, I just beat my rival, I came in third place, I was like, you know what, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Last time I played the PGA, the EA Sports, I came in 123rd. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Out of 12. (laughs) because <laughs> it was like they go well, how do you want to do your career you can start your career off in, in this school or over here and I was like I I ended the game with like a plus six and I was furious I was like I plus six maybe when I was playing on the PS fucking two <laughs> like I you no way like you're 129th I'm like out of you know whatever <laughs> it's like it's needless to say you did not make it to the next round fuck you no shit <laughs> you're kidding you ca- I didn't I was like <laughs> assholes <laughs> I was so mad <laughs> so mad and I, as I'm angry and as I'm, I'm looking at the price tag on 2k23 you know and I'm like Sean, it's twenty five fucking dollars. You, you, you know. I know you just got paid. You just got paid. It's okay. You have the money. It, you just, I just don't want to. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I did it. 
<laughs> like it's just I was so like and then like, when, I know how to play these games. I can like, do this. I, no no I'm I'm an adult. I just you know time and patience. I got that. Nope. No. Fucking twenty five dollars, boom, there you go. And then I was playing like ten minutes later, I'm like, this is so relaxing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, I'm a little hyped up because I'm I want to beat my rival and I'm not doing I'm doing okay. I'm like one stroke ahead of him. I'm like, okay, this is fun. Uh, I'm pulling away. All right. Came in third. I'm okay with that because I just got slaughtered the other game. <clears throat> I was so mad. I was like, fuck you, hit eject. <laughs> Angrily press the button like, you son of a bitch. Boop. Put you in the case. Fuck you. <laughs> I'll turn you in tomorrow. Yeah, me- well, I haven't. Not yet. <laughs> because I'm stupid. You are. I am, because in my head, I'm like, they got to know that no... So far, all the reviews have hated this game, this version. I'm like, this is supposed to be like the cream of the crop of, you know, golf games out of the two that are there. You know, there was only used to be one on the block. Right. And then they kind of faded away, and then, you know, 2K came in. And I'm like, I thought that was the only one, but I, I was like... They kind of snuck this one in on you. I'm like, oh, this is great. And now I know why they snuck it, because the game's broken. Right. We just push it out there. People buy it. We won't care. We'll just update it when we need it. So part of me is like, wants to keep it just so they can update it and maybe fix some of the problems. And there's a part of me going, no, just no. No, Sean. The best way to win is not to play. <laughs> <laughs> That's my philosophy. So that was my adventures in gaming. Um, all right. So I do have some news articles. All right. I know we've been off for a couple of weeks, but I'm going to go through, like, I would say, some of the highlights of the past couple of weeks. <clears throat> okay, we did the Disney quietly dodges uh, the the Santes thing. We did that. Oh my god, that's that's <laughs> that's that's it. Gotten more and more insane as as the time's going on because the Santas now is like he's like raised the taxes for hotel taxes for Disney. Oh, right, because he's now a petulant child going. I can't play with my things. I how dare you. <laughs> he wants to tax the roads that uh, that Disney, you know, like like borders the, right, the, right. the parks and all. So that way, and it's just like the only the only way your only person you're hurting is the the the, the tourism, like basically, because like the like people will be like, you know, right. I, I got to pay for these taxes now, you know, especially those who live there, and then they're sure, I'm sure there's going to be toll roads now, like that they're going to add, and they're going to have to, you know, people have to pay that to go to you know to get there, and you're going right. How's that fair, you know, to you know. You're not, you're not putting the screws on Disney. You're putting the screws on the people. Yeah. Right. Um, Ed? Yeah. My birthday's coming up. Yes. And Disney Plus has gifted me the perfect gift. Okay. It is the Muppets Mayhem. <laughs> All episodes get dropped on my birthday. All episodes. <laughs> I watched that teaser trailer multiple times. I did another one, too. Um, every trailer I've watched, I'm going, I cannot wait for this. Kevin's in it. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, Kevin's. I'm like, he's, yeah. he's actually, I think, filming either a documentary or a music. I don't know what it is. I just like, Kevin gets to actually, like, how lucky is it? Because I would die to be a, well, not die. I would, I would love to have a role in a Muppet movie. Just to be able to talk and hang out with them for a day. Yeah. I love them Muppets. And to have a whole season dropped on my birthday on 
one of my favorite fake bands of all time, the Electric Mayhem, finally making a record. Yeah. Fin- after decades. I'm going to Spotify that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm excited. I'm like, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. So there's a news article with the teaser. I was like, oh, I gotta, that's right. I wanted to bring that up. Speaking of Kevin Smith. Yes. I did see something. I think it was on Facebook or, or something. It was a commercial. Apparently him and Jason Mewes have a cruise that you can sign up for and go on, on him. On a, with a, on a God, I kind of want to do that. Cruise. All right. So just throwing it out there. The, baby, I know we're doing for our anniversary. The Kevin Smith smoking bold cruise control. <laughs> Um, all right, so you got to. This is going to be a ride, Ed. Uh-huh. Okay, from Spin. This is from Spin um, Records, I guess. Spin dot com. Um, this was on April sixth, by uh-huh. the way. Diddy says he pays Sting five thousand dollars a day for uncleared police sample. Okay, yeah. Music Mobile utilized elements of every breath you take for his 1997 smash hit, I'll Be Missing You, right? Um, what's more entertaining than two rich musicians starting talking about money on social media? That's exactly what we had today, thanks to a tweet from Diddy, in which he claims he pays Sting $5,000 per day for the rest of his life for having utilized a sample of the police's every breath you take without first properly clearing it for use on his own 1997 notorious big tribute, I'll Be Missing You. Whether anyone actually believes this is up for debate, if true, that amount would equate to $1.825 million per year, um, a windfall for Sting, and Sting alone, as he's credited as the song's sole writer. Apparently, the price has increased over time, as Sting admitted during a 2014 radio interview that the daily cost was only $2,000 back then. That would mean Sting, already already a millionaire many times over, has earned more than $28 million in royalties for the, from the track since its release. Sting told Rolling Stones back in 2003 that he was first alerted uh, to the unauthorized Diddy sample by Elton John, who exclaimed to him, you got to hear it. You're going to be a millionaire. <laughs> Sting added that he, quote, put a couple of my kids through college with the proceeds, and me and Diddy are still good pals still. Because I remember he came out on stage to sing that part. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I, no. I don't know if, it, during that year for the MTV movie, Music Awards, Diddy opened the show with, you know, I'll Be Missing You, and Sting was there singing it along with him. So this article is kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. So he's standing there, and he's not, you know, he's standing there singing the song and knowing that Diddy ripped him off? That seems a little hinky, right? Um, <clears throat> also featuring the uh, notorious B.I.G.'s widow, Faith Evans, I'll Be Missing You was an instant smash hit upon its release, spent, uh, spending 11 weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Sting, Diddy, and Evans performed it at the 1997 MTV Movie Mu- uh, Music Awards. <clears throat> Spin has reached out to, Sti- to a Sting spokesperson for further comment. Um, somebody, I guess someone asked, uh, he said, nope, 5K a day, love to my brother, hashtag official Sting, uh, love at Diddy. This is about April 5th, 2013. Uh, <clears throat> Then update on 4-7, um, Diddy tweeted he was kidding, and Sting, quote, probably makes more than 5K a day from one of the biggest songs in history. Wow. <laughs> so, like, all right, you're like, okay, Sean, why are you, why are you bringing this story up? Like, could you go on? I don't, 
fun. It's news. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Right. And that was um, then. I then a couple days later. Uh, there's uh this one from uh, Entertainment News, Entertainment Tonight or Entertainment This Week. I think it is. Uh-huh. Diddy doesn't really pay Sting five thousand dollars per day for sampling a song without permission. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy had ev- Diddy had everyone running around to their ring to their calculators for no reason. It turns out after the rap, rap mogul revealed there is no truth behind him dishing five k per day for sampling one of Sting's songs without his permission. Diddy on Friday, so this was uh, April eighth. So I guess you know mere two three days later. Uh, he took to social media and let it be known that he was only being facetious when chimed in after Sting in a newly resurfaced 2018 interview with The Breakfast Club said rumors that Diddy was paying him two grand a day for his, the rest of his life for sampling his song without his permission were true. So basically, he was like, someone asked if it was true, and Diddy now says not so much. Quote, I want you all to understand I was joking. It's called being facetious. Me and that official Sting have been friends for a long time. He never charged me three grand or 5K a day for missing you. He probably makes more than 5K a day for one of the biggest songs in history. Love. (laughs) So uh, the stunning outbeat now debunked story had everyone going crazy after Diddy subtweeted the resurfaced interview and said, nope, 5K a day. Love to my brother. Oh, stupid. Why would the pop-up ad? Uh, the song sat, we, we talked about the song, it's estimated that if Diddy actually did have to pay $5,000 a day from sampling the song, he would have shelled out close to $50 million by now. <laughs> <laughs> $50 million for that stalker song. <laughs> every breath you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. Every single day. Every word you say, every game you play, every notch you stake, I'll be watching you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh, can't you see? (laughs) You belong to me. How my poor heart aches with every single day. Take whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh... Yeah, that's. I, I guess. I guess Diddy is not getting uh, as much t- attention. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like. I'm like. Why? <laughs> like, uh, you know what? I think someone probably brought this thing up. It's always one of those stories. Like, I heard he makes this much money. So he was probably no. It's this much money. Like, <laughs> and everyone. Went, oh, he pays. He's got five grand to pay him a day. <laughs> like. Sting doesn't need his money. Right. Sting's got his own money. <laughs> All right, and so um, apparently, I don't know if you know it or not, but um, <laughs> do I have a, another article? Because I feel like this is definitely, I think I did it more than once. Um, no, I did not. All right. <laughs> you know they're making a live-action Little Mermaid movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, again, this is from entertainment. Uh, Joy Bear one of the hosts from The View, yeah. jokes about new Little Mermaid consent lyrics. He should go to second base. That's it. I mean, <laughs> apparently, I, looking at it now, it makes sense that they're redoing the songs, some of the songs, because if you hear Kiss the Girl, so to speak, uh, I mean, not, not so to speak, if you listen to Kiss the Girl back then, it's kind of 
sexual harassment you know, you're going in, just kiss the girl. Don't ask for consent. Just kiss the girl. Right. Just kiss her. Right. Just, just, you know, don't ask for permission. So apparently that's they're changing some of the lines in that song so that it makes it more consensual in a kiss. Uh. <laughs> uh, ladies of the view were diving into the controversial waters as they debated over Disney's new live-action Little Mermaid remake and songwriter Alan Menken's decision to update key lyrics from the original 89 film to emphasize the importance of consent. Goldberg introduced the show's Hot Topic segment by praising Menken's choice to adapt his material for a new audience. She was like, you're a songwriter who says these are not feeling... These are not feelings like the songs I want Ken singing now. I want to make some adjustments. I'm glad he did it. I wouldn't want some new person coming in and going, I'm going to fix this. He knows what he's doing. Eight Academy Awards. He's got eight of them. The 65-year-old said before Sonny Hostin recapped the scene featuring Kiss a Girl, one of the tracks Menken rewrote for the upcoming Halle Bailey starring production. I want to say Halle Bailey because I... It, my brain reads it that way, but it's it's Hallie Bailey. Okay. Right. Um, with Kiss the Girl, she gave her voice away so she could have legs, so I don't know how she could talk, Hostin said, referencing the ability of Ariel, who's 16 years old in the story, to consent a kiss from her love interest, Prince Eric. I mean, let's face it, she's got no voice. She, you know, she can't say no. I mean, she's got legs. She can kick him in the nuts, right? Right. If she didn't want it, she'd just kick uh. Kick him in square in the balls and then, you know, walk away. Push him in the water and call a fish friend to eat his ass. You know? That sounds terrible. <laughs> eat him in the ass. Well, I mean, maybe not for him. I mean, maybe he likes it. So. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, that one was Prince Eric. I mean, he was really just a one-dimensional character. Yeah, he's just Prince Eric. He's just the he's just a body. He's just was, the, the story is really about Ariel. Yeah, and her now legs, no voice. You know, I have legs, but I don't know. I automatically know how to walk. Whatever, whatever. It <laughs> wants more stuff. Right. So right. <laughs> so Joy Bear quipped that made the audience laugh. She's like, wait a minute. When this consent. When this consent thing happened, she had legs because I was thinking as a mermaid, how far could he go? He could just go to second base. That's it. She has legs. Now we're talking. <laughs> Cobra watched her, fa- her fellow panelists talk through the issue with a confused look on her face. She's like, the truth of the matter is, and I don't want to say this out loud too loudly, but you know, it's animation, she said. What are they showing us is they call it live action. Yes, but this story is still, you know. They're mermaids, not making an appearance in this. Right. <laughs> Merkin confirmed um, alterations to Kiss the Girls before Bailey's debut as Ariel. Um, he said that there are some lyric changes in Kiss the Girl because people have gotten very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would in any way force himself on Ariel, he said. We have some revisions to poor unfortunate souls regarding lines that might make young girls seem somehow feel that they shouldn't speak out of turn, even though Ursula is clearly manipulating Ariel to give up her voice. I, there are moments where um, in the song where Ursula basically says, like, why does it matter? You shouldn't have to talk anyway. Guys don't like it if you talk too much. Right. You should just stand there and look pretty. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I I get it. Um, she uh. So it's it's uh. She, then she bare closed Tuesday's hot topic by airing a hilarious grievance over the unrelated Disney movie 1942's Dear Epic Bambi. 
She's like, I have a gripe against Disney. I'll probably get fired for this, she said, because you know, they're owned by ABC. I just want to say the worst of all the cartoons was Bambi. When that mother was killed, I had an asthma attack. And I don't have asthma. That was too violent. I was very, very upset on that. I object. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I sent it to my wife, because my wife is a very big, big, big Little Mermaid fan. Right. And I asked her if she read it, and she's like, I refuse to read it. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, I don't want... I want to... She wants She wants to go see the movie, and she wants to not go in with any kind of spoilers. I mean, she knew the headline that they changed the lyrics. She's like, I know. I saw an article already. I didn't read it. I'm not going to read the article you sent me. She's like, I'd rather just hear it for myself and make my own opinion that right. way. I was like, all right. I'm like, how mature are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going. I'm... <laughs> I went non-consenting 16-year-old Ariel. That's right. <laughs> well, I ruined my childhood. Why are you going to ruin my... I was, I was 19. <laughs> Ow. I cramped my leg. This is karma going, bitch. <laughs> Why does she have to be 16? That's just, this is the kind of stuff... This is the kind of stuff that bothers me the most. The fact is like, all right, I get it. Like, you know, you you you, you want to tell me a thing. But, but why do they have to be, like, underage? Now it becomes creepy. Like, well, like I mean, you know, no, I mean not, like, when you're like, looking back still, on it, you're even, going... Even if, even, if it's, even if it's like, are we going to change lyrics, make it more, you know, like... Right, it's still about a 16-year-old. It's still a 16-year-old girl. 16-year-old girl having to consent to have a kiss... From a guy who might not be 16. Right, he's probably in his 20s. He's probably in his 20s. That's a good point, Ed, because he's Prince. But you never really... It, they never really... Uh, you never really Let's found that whole old that is. problem first. Right. How old is Prince Eric? How how old is that guy? 34. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Prince Eric. How are you doing? I'm Ariel. <laughs> oh, hey, baby. How old are you? 16. Perfect. When he was when he was eighteen, he was looking at a little guppy. Going, One day I'm going to tap this. <laughs> he was looking at a little tadpole, going, "That's right, baby. One day you're going to be mine." <laughs> <laughs> Bait that hook now. <laughs> I got the right word, baby. <laughs> I got a thing of a bob for you. <laughs> God, it's so fucking horrible. In my story, she's eighteen. Just said, my joke. She's eighteen. <laughs> but that's that's it. It's, it's just it just becomes creepy. Like they did that with the Transformers thing with the like. I'm, right. I, I think. I think, right. I think, right. I think, I think Michael Bay's got problems. I really do. Right. He's got to have to have it this way. And you're going why? Why? No, no. I need proof. So making sure it's okay that he's got ID, uh, a news article in the law that he can say he have he can be in love with this underage girl. Ugh, so fucking creepy. I remember watching that going, why is that necessary? What what why is that a plot point? Why right. is that like a reason to have anything? Couldn't you just aged her up? Yeah. You didn't. You had to keep her at that age and then or age the other guy down. Right. Could have worked. Yeah. Could have worked. He could have been some eighteen year old Ajna. Well, I think he was eighteen or something. Yeah. He was he was of legal age and she was barely under legal age. Yeah. So he had to walk around with his ID saying, I'm allowed to fuck her. <laughs> According to the state that we live in, uh, this gives me poundable excusability. <laughs> you know, I can <laughs> I can dock myself in that port anytime. I can park this rig in that garage whenever I want. Law says it's okay. 
Like, like, change the age. Make it less creepy. Right, Please. right. I mean, great. You know, to change the lyrics. Okay, fine. That's, 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 that's gross. But change the age. It's still 16. It's still, it's still creepy. <laughs> right. <sighs> um, all right. So, uh, there's that. So, are you going to go see the movie? I'm going to go see the movie because my wife wants to go see the movie. So I, I will be, I'll be like, hey, guess what I saw? <laughs> I saw Little Mermaid and... The consensual song was in it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of iffy about it. I don't know what it's my wife's... Like, ask the girl. <laughs> you ought to ask the girl. She can't talk. What the fuck? <laughs> she can nod. Can I kiss you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Little nod and mm-hmm. That's all you need. Consent. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you have to do the mm-hmm. Because it'd be funny. It's like you want to kiss her. And then it'd be dead That's silence. <laughs> People listening going, well. Because <laughs> <laughs> she could grunt and make noises, couldn't she? No. Oh, Trace, she couldn't make any well, in the, in the in <laughs> Right in the cartoon. She could talk. Tap once for yes, tap two for no. Can I kiss you? <laughs> Can I touch your boobs? <laughs> now that was exciting. Yes, <laughs> it was just that sounds like English to me. <laughs> was that one or two? That was a yes and a yes again. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a resounding yes. All right. <laughs> Whole time he's trying to kiss her, she's like, <laughs> "That's a different, that's a different movie, <laughs> right?" <laughs> that's the triple X version. <laughs> the boat swishing around because he's grabbing on her. And you got you got disco, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Boot capsizes. Right. Poor Sebastian's poor <laughs> going, I don't know who to talk to. What do I do? Should I get her dad? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a yes to me. <laughs> oh, God. That was terrible. I think we need to have that. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god. Oh, that was horrible. Oh my god. Let's continue on. Alright, so yeah, there's a, from the nerdist.com. Apparently, uh, there's a Dungeons and Dragons TV coming to um, Paramount TV, I guess. Yes. Uh, tons of big budget high fantasy TV recently. Game of Thrones kicked the doors open and followed up with House of Dragon, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, Swords Ready to Learn, it spells properly because the iconic role playing game, Dungeons and Dragons, is headed to TV as well. Paramount Pictures has ordered an eight-episode live-action Dungeons & Dragons TV series for Paramount+. Plus. Here's what we know so far. Uh, they first learned of the news in 2021. At the time, Derek Kolstad, the creator behind the John Wick series, was developing a Dungeons & Dragons series for Paramount and Hasbro. Uh, but now, Variety reports that Rawson Marshall Thurber will bring the show to life. Thurber has written the pilot for Dungeons and Dragons TV series and will also direct the show. According to Variety, the series is a co-production between E1 and Paramount Pictures. 
While we don't know much about the plot yet or what aspects of Dungeons & Dragons world we'll see, we'll see pulled from it, it's important to note that this is a separate project from the Chris Prine starring D&D movie Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Uh, this would actually be the second time a D&D show made it on the air. A kids cartoon show ran for two seasons in the 80s. The role-playing game was a sensation, selling millions of in, selling millions in the early 80s. Oh, um, mm, 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 ad popped up, sons of bitches. Uh, it also coincided with the satanic panic grouping of the nation at the time. Huh. Parents wanted to ban it in an effort to make a brand kids safe. A Saturday morning cartoon was produced. The popularity of Dungeons and Dragons continues to skyrocket, so one can see why Paramount wants to attempt to strike while the iron's hot. We know we can't wait to see the beholders, the Splicer Beast, and Tiamat fighting off warriors and wizards on our TV screens. So, uh, congratulations, D and D. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, you have to, you have to wait and see what's going to be, because I mean, like, we had the 2000 movie that. You know, I enjoyed it, but I was because I, I'm like, okay. you know, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I mean, and I, and I knew the reasons why. There was, you know, a nice long list that people can create. And go. Yeah, I mean, I, there's, a, there's a laundry list of things, reasons why someone shouldn't like it. I thought it was fine. But, I, the, I mean, this iteration, I highly enjoyed uh, the... Haven't seen it yet. The uh, D&D, among things, I recommend it. If, you know, I'm going to definitely, you know, make it part of my collection. Um but uh, yeah, it's 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 a wait and see because I'm saying it's it's hit and miss. I mean, there there was like the '80s cartoon was good, but it didn't like last, you know, because it was just one of those type of like I remember watching it when I was a kid. I have it on DVD uh, when it came out, so I was excited for that and all. But uh, you know, like you said you, you hopefully it's going to continue on with a with an upswing, but it's hard to say. I mean, like like. Is 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 a TV series got the stuff staying power as say like a movie? You know, like you know, like I mean, that's, I, guess that's the, the, I mean, I guess it depends. Like the thing, the beauty about TV shows is if they they like it, they can always issue a second season, right? You know, to me, a, a show like Dungeons and Dragons is not how cost effective are you going to look because they could be like million dollar episodes. Like, They're are you willing? Are you willing to dump at least eight million dollars into a TV show that you're not sure? Like you're gonna, like you're gonna hope you're gonna get new subscribers, or at least the subscribers that you have will cover the cost of it. Right. I don't know. I mean, I have to again. It's one of those things. Like I, I'm excited, but I also have to kind of see a trailer because it could be like, oh look, here comes a dragon, and you never see the dragon. You just see like someone coming running by with a fire thing, going whoosh. Or, or, or you just see the the, the silhouette, right. of, uh, you know, the, the shadow of right. the wing fly over as they all look up right. and it goes right. dark. Like, oh my god! Because yeah. there's always some guy just walking by with a, like, a little sign. It's got the little dragon flipping, pushing up and down, yeah. to make the wings go. Right. <laughs> and then we're going. Do you see? <laughs> we're watching. Goes. Do you see the stick that the, <laughs> right. the shadow is portraying? <laughs> Hello, like real low it. budget. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I also have, um, so uh, this might be, I don't know if it might be too long, but I'll try to get through this as quickly as possible. Um, apparently, um, there was the Star Wars celebration. Yes. And boy, did they come out swinging. Yeah. I, I Apparently, someone still needs a job. <laughs> And this is on the heels of. Uh, I'm going to say, start off by saying this is on the heels of John Bodega saying that he's glad he's done with his series. Now he can go back to being a fan and watching Star Wars. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, that's good for you. Sounds a little bitter, but what? I get it. I kind of get it. 
you are the first lead actor of color in the Star Wars series. I'm not taking away from Billy D, right. but you're he was a side character. Finn was supposed to be a lead character. I honestly thought he was going to play a bigger part because I thought he was going to be a Jedi at some point or at least be force sensitive. Yeah. Um, turns out that he's not. He just is in the friend zone for three movies, you know, because <laughs> I thought there'd be like a romantic leak between him and Ray, right, but right. there never was. Right. Um, so watching this, not watching it, but seeing the celebration, all of a sudden they're like, hey, three Star Wars movies are coming, including one with Daisy Ridley as Ray. <laughs> I mean, she legitimately walked out on stage and they're like, yeah, we're going to do a movie. It's going to take place right after, you know, like I think it was like five years, I think, after Last Jedi. Or mm-hmm. it's um, the Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. Right. And it's about, you know, someone teaching a whole new set of Jedis. And who is it going to be? Well, this person. Out comes Dizzy Ri- Daisy Ridley. You know, and every place is freaking the fuck out. Rightly so. Um, I thought the, you know, Rise of Skywalker, I thought she was, you know, that was it. Like, I thought it was put a pin, put a pin in the series, and it's done. Well, I was say that, 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 I mean, that movie, I, I don't care what anybody says. You can argue with it, how good or bad it is. I don't really care. Right, it's the one that destroyed Disney to going. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We need to stop now because we've gone too far. It's not making the money that we thought it would, and you know, like the the, right. the fan reception is not as, right. As it's been, positive it wasn't overall. as positive as we thought. So let's put a pin in. We'll we'll do TV shows, but we'll slow down the production of them. We'll stretch them out a little longer. Um, we're not going to be bumping out those Star Wars movies as much as we thought we were. This was on April seventh. Uh, the latest edition of Star Wars Celebration is underway, and along with some fresh details about shows coming to Disney Plus over the next year or two, Lucasfilm revealed about more info about what's ahead for the movie side of the franchise. It was announced that three Star Wars films, one of which featured Return of Daisy Ridley as Rey. That film will take place, sorry, 15 years after the events of Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. uh, the final movie in the Skywalker saga and the most recent Star Wars movie to hit the big screen. It will center around Rey forming a new Jedi Order, uh, Academy Award winner Charmin Obaid Chenoy, who did uh, Ms. Marvel and Saving Face, is going to direct that film. Uh, a movie from James Mangold, who did Logan and the Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny, mm-hmm. will delve into the origins of the Force and the Jedi. Um, it will be set 25,000 years before anything we've seen in the Star Wars universe to date, according to a Hollywood reporter. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, Dave Filoni will finally get a shot at directing a live-action Star Wars movie. Filoni has been at the heart of the franchise for many years. He directed the animated uh, film Star Wars The Clone Wars and has been deeply involved with uh, the recent spate of Disney shows such as The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, ah- Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew. I guess that's a new show coming out. Yeah. Uh, fittingly, the movie he's set to direct will tie the stories of those shows together and put a bow on them. Uh, Disney and Lucasfilm haven't revealed release dates for any of these films. However, Disney's current slate includes holiday 2025 and 2027 dates for untitled Star Wars flicks. Uh, After the last three Star Wars films didn't actually receive wide acclaim, Disney and Lucasfilm walked back on their plans to release a movie every year. Uh, They have made several attempts to get other Star Wars films off the ground, including Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron, a trilogy from Game of Thrones' David Benioff, and D.B. Weiss's... um, Benioff and Weiss, another trilogy uh, from The Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson, and entries from Taika Waititi and Marvel Studios head honcho Kevin Feige. All those projects have either been canned or deprioritized, according to reports. 
Disney Lucas films are evidently hoping these three freshly announced films will reignite Star Wars success in movie theaters, even if we'll have to wait at least a couple years to see the first of them. Thoughts? I'm excited for the uh, um, the last one that you were uh, talking about. The um, the Dave Filoni one? Dave Filoni. Yeah, because, I mean, he's successful. I mean, I'm I'm excited for ah- Ahsoka. I mean, we dropped the trailer on our right. on our on our social media pages, and I'm I know characters from Star Wars Rebels is going to be in that one, and you're going to get Thrawn. Right. I, I I'm kind of excited because I remember reading <clears throat> Thrawn. I mean, like when they when they Disney bought him and they said, "Oh, all that stuff that you read doesn't no longer exist." I was like, "Fuck!" I thought Thrawn was good because I liked uh, Shadow of the Empire. It's a, a book that takes place between episode uh three and four mm. it's like you know um it's how han luke lando came up with the plan to go save han right you know and i was like i that was really good and i think thrones in that one too i'm like you know because there's just be like a pissing contest between him and vader and i'm like i kind of like you know i would like to see that right uh, so then they 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 brought they did bring Thrawn back in in Rebels, but a right. lot of the characters that there where you you know you saw in the cartoon, the animated show, you're going to see now in live action. I'm really excited because one of my favorites was Sabine Wren. She's a Mandalorian that uh, had the dark saber it, during that show, and that's okay. how they like the that's the first sign of seeing the dark saber. So when you saw it at the end of the first series of um, Mandalorian. I mean, I got excited, you know, and of course it grew from there. But like just seeing the trailer and all, like that—that's going to be awesome. So seeing that would be neat. I'm, 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 I'm wishing that you know that we we got it sooner. Um, I do like uh, the other ones. Uh, uh, well, uh, James Bangall because I do like his movies that he's done, the, the right. Wolverine ones. And uh, what was the last one you mentioned though? <clears throat> What was it after uh, Wolverine? It was uh, what was the other uh, James Gamble Mangle movie that you were talking? I deleted the article, so oh. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that one. Um, you know, I'm like, I'm if you Daisy Ridley. I mean, it just depends on the movie. I mean, it just depends on what they're going to do with it. You know, like like right. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I didn't like it, it. It's not like I don't like Daisy Ridley's character. Um, I just didn't like how the story was portrayed in the three movies. It just was a mismatch. It didn't make sense, and it just was thrown together. And it was there was no outline. They should have drawn an outline for right, it. We going. talked about it many times that if you're going to do, if you knew you were going to do a three picture arc, you should have written down where you want those arcs, those beats to be. You right. shouldn't have give it to one person and then give it to a second person. Let that second person have too much creative control that he could, he or she or they could just redesign and go what they want to go with it they should directors in these kind of things should be di- hired guns right. like you go okay this guy's a really good director can he follow directions because we want him this is the movie we want this is the big overarching these are the beats these are the things you need to have to go who is ray who's the bad guy are they tied into anything else? How are we going to bring the legacy characters in? How are we going to fold it in? And then we're going to go from there. Right. Who is Snoke? Who is he the big bad guy? No, he's a defective clone of Palpatine? What? Get the right. fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, how do you... Like, we're going to... No, we're going to make it... Like, and J.J. Abrams, who clearly is a fan of the original trilogy, is like, well, I'm going to take our stuff from those original movies and just repurpose them for a new generation right. and no one's going to be wiser because like when I after I walked out seeing The Force Awakens I went 
it's kind of like a retelling of episode four, which I was okay with the time because I'm like, okay, well, you kind of maybe need that. Right. And then you reboot the series kind of, and you go, oh my God, this is great. And you're like, oh, look, big giant planets killing other things. Like, oh, that seems kind of familiar. What? Yeah, okay. Right. We have to destroy the reactor core in order to get it. I think I've seen that. Whatever. But all right, sure. You know, and you're jazzed. You're like, oh my God, this is kind of like the feeling I wanted to feel that I didn't get from the first three movies, the right. second three movies. Right. You're like, all right. And then the second movie comes out, and you're like, okay, so J.J. James stopped doing it. Well, it's like, I guess, I mean, if they have everything planned out, then it should be fine. And Ryan Johnson's like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm doing my own thing. And they're like, no, he's a genius. We're going to let him do everything he wants. And then it comes out, and they're like, oh, shit, we shouldn't have done that. Right. Because now everyone's mad, you know, including fucking Mark Hamill at the time, you know, um, and then it's like, well, shit, what are we going to do? Because now everyone's mad and we got a third one on the on the run. And where are we going to go with that? Because we don't want Ryan, we don't want Johnson to do it again. Right. John's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to do the Knives Out thing. Peace out, bitches. You know? And then you're like, okay, well, JJ, can you come back? I mean, yeah, sure, but you're going to have to pay me an ass load of money. We'll pay you an ass load of money. All right, I'm in. Guess what? <sighs> Palpatine's alive. What? <laughs> Not only is alive, he was a clone. <laughs> yeah. And wait, what, wait, what? I mean, you guys talk about clones in the whole second, you know, part one, two, and three. Why wouldn't he have cloning technologies available? Let's have him a clone. And it, well, then who's Ray? His granddaughter. What? What are you doing? Why? Because <laughs> why not? You know, we're going to have Ben Solo come back. We're going to make, you know, Ray a good guy. For about five minutes, and then he's going to sacrifice himself. You're like, but why? I really wanted to see Ben Solo Jedi Knight. You know, I wanted to see. Well, I, I, I mean, I was arguing with somebody, and I'm like, I'm like, basically, you got the original trilogy in the sequel trilogy. Mm. Bad forms of them, but they're they, they were there. All the beats were there. They're a clone. <laughs> of, <laughs> they're a bad batch of clones <laughs> of the first three movies. Right. You know. So you you because you, you you know like like everything everything kind of fit in a, in a way. I mean, there were some elements that were out there, and you're going, "What the fuck?" Right. But it was basically the same thing. Like like the last Jedi. Was like they were on the run, just like the end, right. like you know, like a Pirate right. Strikes Back. So you got uh-huh. like uh, pretty much that one, and then you had uh, you know uh, for Return of the Jedi, you know, he redeems himself, right? Just like Darth Vader uh-huh. basically brings balance back to the Force, and it's over. And you're going, I, I really oh. like when he, I, I figured that the arc would he would go back to being a good guy. I mean. Or he'd be redeemed in some way, shape, or form. Because that's, that's the Skywalker saga. Right. Like, you know, it, it's the parallels of all three movies, all three sets of movies. Right. I just would have liked to see him been Ben Solo just a little longer. Because I think he... Han Solo's brashness with Leia's bravery I is Ben Solo. Like, you know, when he's surrounded by the Knights of he kind of does that shoulder shrug like... Hey guys, <laughs> like, and then proceeds to kick their asses. Mm. You're going. I would have liked to see the movie with just that, like, right. just him being like, "I'm doing this." Because you set up the Knights of Ren, then you never see him until the very end when he's now a good guy and fighting him. Because what's his face? JJ set it up. Johnson said, "Fuck that," and then he, JJ's like, "I got to bring that back because now a lot of people have questions. Right. Like, where are they? Because it wasn't the guards that were holding Snoke." Because a lot of people thought that, right. and it wasn't. You know, you're going, oh, whatever. <laughs> like I say they they left they left too much out, and you're going right. And I, and I to say it was it was for me harder to follow in some of the things. And I have yet to go back 
and watch those sequels. The last, the last three. I watch, I watch the first six over and over again. <laughs> I, I, I even now appreciate the Clone War movies more than I, but wow. then, well, then the, then the, 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 the sequel, the originals, of course, are the best. But right, you right. know, but, <laughs> but you know, like, like I could still watch those three movies and go. Right. I have a better appreciation for them because the last three you were crap. Right. You know, right. like, like everything, and it's like I could pick it apart and it just be like, and just because sometimes it's just sitting there going, what was the scene where she was standing there and there was like a hundred of them and she snaps her fingers and she looks back. I'm like, I didn't fucking get it. I still don't fucking get it. Is that it. when she saw the mirror, the or mirror images of herself? Yeah. I think that that was supposed to be like, she was looking to try to find out who she was. And I think that the idea was that she didn't have anybody. Like she was in like, like nobody. I don't know. I mean, I don't it know. was out there. That's, yeah. that's what I'm just saying. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's, it's just out there. And you go, now I have to interpret this. Right. It's just like when Luke goes into the the, the, the swamp of Dagobah and, and meets Darth Vader and cuts his head off uh-huh. and the head falls and explodes and you see Luke's face in there and you're going, huh? Right, and you, then, right. And but then, then in the third movie, when you go, it. and not even in the third movie, and later in that movie when Vader goes, I am your father, you know, and you're like, nah, it can't be true. But then you go back and you replay that thing, you go, okay, well, one could almost argue that. If Luke follows the path that he's on right now, he'll turn into a Vader yeah. because he was still kind of a hothead. He was going to go off to try to save his friends without any real training. Right. And then you, know, you get the drama to pop himself like, I'm your daddy, bitch. And you're like, no, it's not true. And then you start really planning and going, maybe he is. Maybe that was like a foreshadowing. Like it's supposed to, right. you know, and you see the face of him and you're like, oh, shit, it's his daddy, bitch. Of course, it took you three years before Yoda went. I mean, they got right to it, too. It was like, after the opening, it was like, yeah, uh, Luke's on Dagobah saying goodbye to Yoda. Is Vader my daddy? Yep. <laughs> well, they, they said that, like, a lot of young kids at the time didn't believe Darth Vader, that he was lying to Luke. Right. Well, that's, you had and three years between movies. So so psychologists told this, like, Lucas, you know, asking, so funny, that's why he put that scene in there. That's the only reason why that scene is in there. Oh, okay. Because everybody trusted Yoda. Right, it was, he right. was he was the he was the figure that you you would go right. to. Right, he's the, the the sage like person to right. be like. No, he has all the answers. He's now he's a good soul. He he'll be honest with Luke. He's like, yeah, bitch is your papa. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my god! But you that whole three years thing, like that's why I try to tell people like back then you you had to wait those years. Like, that was to say it was it was the it was the. I remember getting the fights with my like family oh, members. Yeah. And, and, like, no, and he's Fred. not. Yeah, he yeah, is. No, no, he's not. No, that's impossible. No, Search your feelings. You know, it'd be true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be. It's impossible. I'm telling you, it is. I think he is. No. And then recall, and then you find out in the third movie that Leia's also his sister. You're like, oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was thankful that I always looked up to Han Solo because if I looked up to, if I was like, I'm gung ho Luke Skywalker. Like, yeah, that's my boy, Princess Leia, me and her. Uh, uh. For like, you know, six years, you're sitting there going fantasizing about being Luke Skywalker and hooking up with Princess Leia. I'm sure there's a shit ton of fan fiction back then making them do the dirty. And all of a sudden, by the third movie, you're going, fuck, that was his sister. Jesus Christ. You know how many times I jacked it off to that fantasy? You know? <laughs> It sounds like, I don't get it. It's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) I was thankful. I was like, oh, at least I looked at the Han Solo. You know why? Because he was fucking innocent and the whole thing. And winds up with her anyway. Uh! (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just a shame he was blind during the whole Slave Leia outfit. <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> I'm sorry, they call it the Jabba Killer outfit now. we got to be politically correct. You can't say Slave Leia. Say it. <laughs> All right, well, that's, uh, I'm going to say that's it for the night. Um, I do have some other articles I will probably bring to the next show um, because I find that it's interesting. Well, yeah, like uh, HBO has changed their name. Uh, oh, my going God, be- that's going to be huge. The chain name change? Yeah. And I'm not know so much the name change, but it's the fact that they're getting a Harry Potter TV series. That's now confirmed. First, I heard it was a rumor. Here you go, find them. I'll well just talk about it now. Real briefly, it's... They're rechanging, they're rebranding the Holly, the HBO Max to just Max, which I think is going to be kind of confusing, but whatever. Um, and then they're doing a Harry Potter TV series that is supposed to be more faithful to the books, and every season is one full book. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have, so you, right now you're committing to seven years of, you're going to have to commit an actor. Like, Ed, you're 11 years old, right? And they come up to you and you go, you know what? You kind of look like Harry. You know what? I think you'd be a good Harry Potter. Sign this contract. We're going to make you a TV star. And for the next seven years, you are now going to be our Harry Potter for our TV show. You are guaranteed. Here's the problem, though. You know you only get seven years out of it. Unless they go into, like, you know, like the Cursed Child Zone or the Marauders or something like that. But you just go, yeah, kid, you got a job for seven years. You're going to be our Harry Potter. Good luck. You know, and then you have to worry about the budget of the show. You have to worry about whether it's not well received. Let's face it, J.K. Rollins is still a part of it because she's going to be the executive producer. She's already in hot water. You know, she's not the best person that people like. Right. You know, so you're like, well, now you're already going to have controversy from the start because she's still, regardless, her, her contract is so ironclad that you can't shit a Harry Potter item without her getting paid in some way, shape, or form. Right. You know, so if you're going to try to bring her down, you're going to have to stop watching anything that's Harry Potter related. Don't go to the, uh, don't go to Universal Studios. Don't buy the games. Don't buy the books, audio books included. You know, so I think when you're looking at it going, oh my God, it's going to be like, I, I separate the art from the artist. So I'm like, well, I'm kind of, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with the TV show. Yeah. I just feel like I'm like, eh, too soon, maybe? Like, like I don't know. I feel like the movies are almost near perfect. Like, Well, the, 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 the idea, though, is, is the fact is, like, well, the, they just, you, you glanced over some other things that were going on. Because HBO okay. Max, the reason why they're calling it Max is because they're now going to have all the Discovery right, stuff. Right, well, yeah, because they got bought. By them. So they're, they're combining the two. And basically, like, so, like, whatever category you have basically it stands as it is if you want 4k i think i'd pay five dollars more for it or whatever but that's here and here and there so you're getting a lot more contact but that was the one thing that was the one major announcement that they wanted to make because i think warner brothers and hbo and all that kind of stuff they want to kind of give you more than you you really deserve like kind of think not really more than you deserve but they want to they want to you know like show the goods like that what they got you know because they want you to be more excited for this you know like so that when this merger happens they go uh you go okay you know it's i knew it's coming and this is going to happen and what's it going to do for my future and and then they go well if you stick around harry potter's coming back huh you know the the 
like everybody watched that that uh, g- game show that with right. Dame Helen Mirren, you know. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Apparently, she's probably going to be in it as McGonagall. Like they're they've already like had like casting rumors, like because she's already been a part. She's because she's a Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Like if you can get her to be McGonagall, that's awesome, right? You know, if you get someone said Adam Driver is going to be Snape, and I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm like, all right. I think it should be Daniel Radcliffe as as a serious Snape. No, no, they no, they can't do that because if they eventually want to make Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, they're going to need him as Harry Potter. And I think you're getting too many people confused. Unless you put him in heavy fucking makeup. You make him Dumbledore and put him in an old wig and an old, like, you know. <laughs> you just, like, if they're going to do The Cursed Child at some point in time, if they do it now, because they're pretty much a good age to do it now, uh-huh. that, you know, you're going to need all three of them, you know, for, like, that, hey, one last ride kind of movie. We'll get all three of them back together again. I don't. I don't. I don't see that happening at all. Uh, you I throw, really, you say, as you say, you throw enough zeros at a person, they'll do anything. Right, true. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I, I just, don't. I don't think any of them need the roles. I mean, even Rupert is. You know, Ron. He's in he, the latest M Night Shyamalan movie. He's fine. He's not as. He's not doing the major league upfront roles as Daniel or Emma. Yeah, but he's he's a working actor. He's in a shit ton of stuff. Right, so he's, he's he's still doing stuff. I knew he did like a show on. Uh, um, crackle right and he did like other stuff and all so he's doing stuff it's not right. like he's not doing anything he is doing stuff he's not yeah there's a major a, mainstream stuff that like you would hear of right but it's just like it's it but, but the thing is it's like like he's he can live off of harry potter money you know okay like, yeah you know, so um apparently it's going to be redub max an effort for the distance of the streamer of the nature of representation for mature con- content the platform was going to launch may 23rd with new price tiers each next month, expansion of shows for younger audiences, including Cartoon Network's Tiny Toons Luniversity, <laughs> and an original series called Gremlins, Secret of the Mugwai. <sighs> uh, the release Wednesday called the Harry Potter series a, quote, faithful adaptation of the books by J.K. Rowling. It appears one of the largest projects to bear the author's name since Rowling began publicly doing her espousing her opposition to transgender rights. Uh, the show will feature a different cast from the blockbuster Harry Potter movies of the 2000s. Uh, Max's commitment to preserving the integrity of my books is important to me. I'm looking forward to being part of the new adaptation, which will allow for a degree of depth and detail only afforded by long-form television series Rowling, who will serve as executive producer on the series set in the release. Discovery also announced a Night of the Seven Kingdoms, a Hedge Knight, set in a century before the hit HBO's fantasy Game of Thrones, uh, featuring a young, naive, but courageous knight, Sir Duncan. Uh, Sir Duncan the Tall and his diminutive squire, Egg. Uh, the new series will be produced in partnership with George R. R. Martin, Arthur, the novels in, that inspired the franchise. Uh, new release teased more than a dozen upcoming shows, including The Regime from Succession writer Will Tracy, a drama based on The Conjuring films, a comedy based on the hit, the hit sitcom Big Bang Theory, and Adult, Sim, Adult Swim's Rick and Morty the anime. A later appears to be a first of a new installment in the Rick and Morty universe since, uh, since co-creator Justin Rowland was dropped by Adult Swim to, over domestic violence charges, which were subsequently dismissed. <laughs> Uh, Max's monthly subscription will range from 10 bucks a month, same as HBO Max's low-tier offering, up to $20 a month for the Max Ultimate Ad-Free option, which boasts ultra-high-definition resolution, among other perks. So, congratulations. 
I, I just, I, you know, go back to the Harry Potter thing. Yeah. I think that, like, you know, people are going to watch it. Like, you're going to you're gonna have people like going, ooh, you know, I don't like the J.K. Rowling, what she's doing and what she's stating. Right. There's going to be people who are going to hate watch it. Right. You know, and they're just going to they're gonna watch it. So I think I think Matt HBO is going to be like, we're making money either way. I don't right. Care. I mean, I, like, I feel the same way about the, the Hogwarts Legacy game. She's not. Her name's not attached to it. At least not. I don't. I didn't remember seeing. Well, I mean, she gets like a like a little credit by saying like you know thanks to her for painting this wonderful world. Right. You know. But you're right. I do think that you're going to have people who are going to hate watch it. I think some people who are okay, like like they are going like I don't like her, but this is my jam. I love this, and this is my comfort food. So I'm going to watch it regardless of what her opinion is. There's nothing I could do because. The way I look at it is, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you're going to be able to do because Harry Potter is their Disney. Right. You know, it, it's a machine. You throw Harry Potter on something, it's it's like printing money. People are going to watch it. Children who are going to watch the Harry Potter series don't know J.K. Rowling's vision or her, her opinion on transgender rights. Mm. So there's right now there's an 11-year-old boy, 11-year-old girl who's going to read, whose parents are going to be like, I love this book, and, and you should love it too. You're now 11. Here's your little letter to the Academy. You know, And they're going to start reading it, and, and they're going to find their own magic. And it's just going to keep going. I don't think it's ever going to go away. I mean, in order for it to go away, too, Universal Studios is going to go, yeah, we're shutting it down. Right. You know, and they're not going to do that because it's like printing money. Because I guarantee you, I'm eventually going to go. I'm going to get them on. It's going to make me go like, Vada Kedavar, Abba Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, and have something happen on in front of me because it's cool. Right. I'm not going to be walking around with a you know a cape and I already have glasses, but I'm not going to be like, oh, look at me, I'm Harry Potter. You know, I'll be wearing out. Maybe I'll get myself. Maybe if they have fat clothes for you know Slytherin people, I'll be walking around all dressed out in Slytherin style. My house got to represent my house, man. You know, that's right. I slip it in. <laughs> they, they do. I'm okay with that. They do. I'm be you, you, chunky you, Slytherin. You could you could deck out. You're gonna have the whole. You could have the whole nine yards. The whole Slytherin. The sword cane. The the robe, oh, the sword cane. The up. sweater. Oh. The cashmere. The you beautiful cashmere in the summer. It's hot, sweaty. Oh my god. You how many feet, how many nut I'm sorry to say how many nut jobs are walking around cashmere in the fucking hundred degrees heat? Yes. Going, I don't know why I'm passing out because maybe you're wearing cashmere. You're fucking on top of the t-shirt <laughs> then, that you're wearing. And then the, the employees are like, have some more butter beer, fat. Right, ass. have some more butter beer. Harry Potter ring. You're breathing like fucking because uh, those those robes. I mean, they're nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but they're 100% wool, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the, that's going to be heavy. The cashmere sweater is going to be heavy. You're sweating your ass off. So it'd be like, here's another beer. Here, you're, you passed out. You're like f- foaming at the mouth. You're like, you're like uh, Harry Potter. Like, yeah, okay. Now you fucking smell like a, a wet Cheshire cat. Like, because you're fucking walking around in all that wool and satin. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like no, thank you. I'm gonna buy my T-shirt and that be it. What's it say? Slytherin Universal. I'm in. <laughs> give me, give me the biggest one you got, so I can swim in. Because after I get tired of wearing it, I can use it as a sleepy time shirt. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. I, so I will. I watch the shows, obviously. Yes, because um. A sucker. I'm a sucker. I mean, you know, maybe I'd be like, uh, you know, season one. Oh my god, it's great. It's riveting. Like, there are some stuff in the books that I really, really liked 
that were not in the movies. So I'm, I'm excited to see, hopefully, if they do a faithful adaptation of those books, that it fleshes out some of the other characters. And, you know, like my favorite book was um, The Goblet of Fire. Mm. And I liked, it's also my favorite movie. So I'm really hoping that that, that season four, it'll be the, it's the one I'm waiting for. Right. <laughs> I'll be, you know, 60 years old going, I can't wait for that Harry Potter movie, TV show. It's going to be great. You know, and you just got to hope that they film it long enough and busy enough so that that kid who those kids who are going to be playing Harry, you know, all, all whatever all your cast is going to be able to age up the way Daniel and the gang did for the movies. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, I think you you're you know you, it's all timing issues. That's what's going right. to be type right. of thing. So you got to make sure that every script from season one to season seven is done. Uh huh. Even before you cast whoever, right? You, you know, need, right. Thing. And then again, you got to sit that kid down, that ten year old kid, because it's going to take at least time and a year for production, or at least eleven year old kid. Like, hey, kid, you going to sign this contract? I don't going to lock you in. I don't think that kid is born yet. That's how. <laughs> like, that's how. That's how I'm going to. That's how I'm going to tell you this. Then now, like, they, I mean, they, there's casting if, rumors already for three kids who I've never seen. Right, but you, you, you go, you go. The the idea is is that like if unless they have it all done like they've they've been working on this for years right right on, like, on, what do you call it? on the twenty fifth they drop season one you're like what <laughs> it's like it's already been done you're like shit wow but, good but, job keeping that close to the best but I've been like even like the, the all the scripts were done so all all seven seasons are, are completed then they have like the special effects well, but Harry the, just they just had what their twentieth anniversary has the, it been twenty years that special year that yeah. special I'm I know it's I know it's been. 20, I watched the special over on 20 HBO. Years. I think it was last year, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah. They had like a special HBO Ma- uh, right. HBO Max like reunion special to talk about it. I believe it's it's we call it. Uh, it's been twenty years. I, so I mean, like to me, it's like the the idea is just like you know, like they're gonna have to figure all this out because it's like if they map it out correctly, the only thing two thousand and one. Okay. So it's been 22 years. Right. I guess they just, you know, like, hey, so fine. So 2026 would be when you would see season one. It's the 25th anniversary of Harry Potter. 25th anniversary of Harry Potter. So it's 2026. Right. That'd be a good time to three drop years, it. 25 three years. 25 years ago. 25 years ago after the original Harry Potter. So they so the kid's now seven years old. So you right, look, look right, right, right. seven year old. Some seven year old. You're talking to his parents, going, "Look, we think your kid's great for Harry Potter." Okay, let me just hold on for a second. Draw a little lightning bolt on his head. Give him some glasses. Going, oh, perfect. You're British too. Even better. Like, <laughs> you're British too. <laughs> I think that would be the top. Oh, uh, depends on who's better. The money's coming. Can you do a British <laughs> accent? Hello, sir. Good day. I Harry Potter. Uh, I. We'll work on it. We'll get you a dialect code, but you are cute as a button. We think you're perfect for the role. I don't. I'm from uh, yeah, but I'm from New York. I'm a, I'm a seven year old from New York. We'll work on it. Hey, I'm Harry Potter. What the fuck you looking at? Dude, you're supposed to be eleven. I know I'm supposed to be. I am eleven. What the fuck? Hey, Draco. Hey, suck on these nuts. <laughs> Snape, you motherfucker! I hear you know people. I don't, you know you don't know who you're messing with. That's not Harry Potter. That is that is that's Harry from the Bronx. Not not that sweet little kid who, you know, who lost his parents. Yeah, that's right. I'm Scrappy. You lost your parents. You gotta learn how to live on the streets. You gotta know how to talk. But ain't that right, Toots? Smack Hermione on her ass as she's walking by. 
that's right. Hey. The eleven year old just, hey, you do it, eh? You gotta learn to live on the streets like I did. I Harry Potter, yeah, that's right. That's I'm Harry I'm the boy who fucking lives. You know why? I smart. I think things true. You know? You know, you with you coming at me with a knife, I'm coming at you with a gun. You put one of my people in the fucking, you know, Hogwarts, I'm gonna put your one at the, uh, in uh, Azkaban, motherfucker. Come at me, bro. Come at me. Draco, I'll knock that Aryan hair right off your fucking head. <laughs> Ain't that right, chow? <laughs> Hey, Ronnie, your sister looking kind of hot. <laughs> what do you say? Take her to the dance. Show her a good time. <laughs> She's eight. <laughs> I'll give you a Levio son. Huh? <laughs> Accio. Accio these nuts. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, yes, right, Harry Potter, Harry Potter himself rocks. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's right. My parents are dead. What are you going to do about it? Snape, you knew about it? You knew about it. You didn't do nothing. You hold me back. Hold me back because I'm about to fucking give you an unforgivable curse in, in your fucking face. I don't give a shit. Where's Voldemort? Huh? That's right. I said his name. What are you going to do about it? Nothing, you p- pussy-ass bitch. Can't even say a man's name. Look at me. Read these lips. Voldemort. Bitch. <laughs> Where you at? I'll show him a thing or two. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh, you no no nose having motherfucker. <laughs> look at you. Oh, slithering in your ass. <laughs> you killed my mother? You killed my mother? And you killed my mother? You killed... While I was there? You almost had me. This scar right here. You see this scar right here? You're going to remember this scar because the last thing you're going to fucking see is I bash your fucking head in with this mallet. Where they get this fucking <laughs> I don't need this fucking one. You know what I mean? You better have Mad Eye Mooney better have a third eye in the back of his fucking head because when he's gonna be like, baby, keep an eye out for you because I'm coming for him too. Beatrix Lestrange, Beatrix these nuts. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't even have to touch you. You know why? Fucking rich. I'm Balling as an 11 year old. You know what? I'm pissed off. I got money. I'm hiring fucking goons to come after your ass. That's what I'm doing. Fucking, you got your death eaters. Ooh, you know what? I don't think they're too loyal if I give them a couple little Gringotts gold. You know what I'm saying? You know, give them a couple little stacks. You know, it's all about those Benjis, right? That's what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to give you like, how, how much you need? Ten, I'll give you 10 stacks. 10 stacks. Gold. Gringotts gold, man. What you got to do? Take out Voldemort. And he's never going to know. He'd be, you know, too busy talking about me because, you know, he's obsessed with me, whatever the fuck. And then when he's talking, you just walk over and just bash his fucking head and you go, this is from Potter, bitch. And then just keep wailing away on him. I want to see man with no name, fucking body, it's strewn across in a gutter or gutter somewhere. <laughs> mess with me? Fucking mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> From the streets, yo. <laughs> you know what kind of fucking lifestyle? I lived under the fucking stairs. That's not good. Cramped up. I need to I need to exercise my right for a little knee bashing. Come at me, think you're all hot shit. 
Potions? Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Defense of dark arts? I am the fucking dark arts. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? The goblin of fire and shit. <laughs> oh, you want to throw money? I'll throw my. Did I throw money? Damn right I did. You know why? Harry fucking. Chosen one, bitch. I got it tattooed right here on my arm. <laughs> I know I'm 12. It's my second after getting through the first year. I got chosen one tattooed on my arm. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's my forum say? Voldemort is a bitch. That's right. It's all tatted up. It's 13 years old. Because, you know, it's one thing they didn't really discuss. He goes through his emo phase. <laughs> you don't know nothing about me, Dumbledore. What are you thinking? You don't know nothing about me. Nothing. God, God. You're always telling me don't do this shit. Oh, look out. Like, you're supposed to be looking over me. You me oh, fuck you. I'm out of here. I'm quitting this school. <laughs> Harry, you're, you're, Voldemort's going to come after you. Let him come. I got me, fucking five goons. I'm all right. I got hold, hold up in my my aunt's house because they left. <laughs> Let them come. Let them come. <laughs> That's Harry Potter movie I would have seen. I don't think anybody's going to make that. <laughs> Harry Potter and the no nose having motherfucker. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> right. right, well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, surprise, it's Geekster still. <laughs> um, if you haven't already, please go to our website, Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or, I don't know, how about this? Why don't you drop Ed a line at ed at wordswithgeeks.com? Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S H A W N. Excelsior! Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Hey, fight a good you motherfuc